Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Tonight, Tucker Carlson returned to Twitter with a new show. And in his show, he talked about what's going on in Ukraine with these, this, uh, uh, this dam that exploded. And who did it? Was it Ukraine? Was it Russia? Now, of course, Western media is saying Russia did it. Russia is saying Ukraine did it. And then there are elements of the, uh, of the media in the United States that are questioning who did it, saying we don't know for sure. I mean, a lot of the corporate press actually is saying both sides are accusing each other. But there are a lot of people online who are saying it makes more sense that it was Ukraine trying to do it, not Russia. But to be completely honest, it's fog of war. We don't know. In response to this, Tucker is getting a warm welcome from the corporate press who are ragging on him, calling, calling him a conspiracy theorist. And uh, I think generally they're just freaking out because the fact that he was able to take his show to Twitter and get a substantial amount of audience uh, of market share shows they are completely irrelevant. And this is only making it worse for them. It was bad enough that we were competing directly and we do compete directly with these cable networks. But now you can just do your show anywhere. Podcast, Twitter, VOD, on demand, whatever you want to do. We got other news we got to talk about. Actor Elliot Page. Yes, the, the horrifying Jesse Smollett 3.0 story where Elliot Page claims that in the gay neighborhood, West Hollywood of Los Angeles, that uh, on the same and telling the story on the same day that Elliot Page's book is coming out, claimed that a man walked up and verbatim said that they would gay bash Elliot Page. And this is why they need a gun. And Jesse Smollett is probably, you know, rolling his eyes, being like, mm, been there, done that, because nobody believes this story. So we're going we're gonna to get into that. And as well, of a bunch of, uh, as well as a bunch of other stories, cities are collapsing and we got a variety of stories in this regard. The Hilton in San Francisco is surrendering its property. I believe the entire property to its to its uh, uh, creditors. It's just basically saying you can have it. We're done. We're out because SF has collapsed so much. And get this in Seattle. People have been trying to steal fire trucks. That's how bad it's getting. So sounds like fun. We'll get into that stuff before we do. My friends, head over to castbrew.com and purchase coffee. Cast Brew Coffee is our coffee company. We're sponsoring ourselves because we want to build companies that compete with these woke, awful corporations. And there's, an, there's a market opportunity there. You can choose to give your money to companies that hate you, or you can give your money to companies that support you, agree with your values, and want to do more. So when you buy Cast Brew Coffee, that money is going towards setting up our coffee shops and just generally expanding the company and helping us do more so that we can create a parallel economy and compete with ESG and woke corporations. But don't forget to also go to TimCast.com. Click that Join Us button to become a member. As a member, you'll get access to uncensored members-only shows Monday through Thursday at 10 p.m., but they also are archived forever. You can go watch any of the old episodes, and if you sign up at the $25 per month level or you're a member for at least six months, you can actually call into the show and talk to us and our guests. So smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, Share the show with your friends. Joining us tonight to talk about this and a whole lot more is Just Pearly Things. Hello. Thank who are you. Who are you? Uh, my name is Pearl. I run the show Just Pearly Things. I'm on my channel. And I host live shows with women um, three times a week when I'm in London. And yeah, we usually debate on like random things. Right on. Yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a story right now that we'll talk about in the New York Post that says there's a trend in podcasting to make fun of dumb women. 
and they're highlighting specifically the whatever podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's I, that's my favorite hobby. Yeah. But I but I think <laughs> we'll, we'll get into this. I just think it's wrong because whatever podcast has had has, has a bunch of smart women on the show as well. Yeah. It's, it's not like it's just let's go find dumb women and make fun of them. It's he he brings on they bring on different kinds of women who disagree and disagree and then people on the internet make fun of them. Well, and it's also like when there's a show where men get roasted, there's no there's no article saying, "Oh, we feel bad for the dumb men." Yeah, right. There where where's the No articles? one feels bad for for dumb men. It's a problem for no. us. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's right, James. It must, <laughs> you know, dumb it must be very hard. Yeah. Like, I mean, look, hard. my life isn't easy. I'll say that. <laughs> the fact that I've accomplished what I have, you know, it's like remarkable. I still so anyway, it well, makes me more impressive actually. Thanks for hanging out, Pearl. It should be fun. We'll talk about a lot of stuff. I'm sure you'll have a, a lot of thoughts on the Ukraine war and Russia and foreign policy. Oh, yeah. I, I know so much. <laughs> I know so much. <laughs> and we got Seamus hanging out. My name is Seamus Coughlin. Uh, I make cartoons for a living, um, and I make fun of people on the internet. It's quite fun. I've also made fun of the Whatever podcast. You guys might want to check that cartoon out. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Freedom Tunes, go over there, check it out. We just dropped a debunkers video today. We're going to drop another cartoon Thursday. I also run a podcast called Shamer on Rumble. I had an incredible interview today with uh, Jimmy Aiken. He is just in encyclopedia and we were talking about conspiracy theories so i think you guys would really enjoy that if you want to check that out tonight i'm back and i'm not saying it's aliens but it's aliens that did not visit us we don't talked, fall, we talked, talked about, about that on our uh, episode we're probably not gonna talk about tonight but just don't fall we are they're, they're trying to manipulate people there's their seating tear they're trying to see who's who's gonna buy it who's gonna buy the next big thing let's give them this one let's give them that alien thing or Aliens are real. Or aliens are real, and they have visited Earth, and there are alien spacecraft on Earth as we speak. That's we, right. we, we actually talked Not, about that on the podcast I just did with Jimmy Aiken. Oh, the snap. dude, like, the, like I said, the guy's an encyclopedia. Well, we, we I'm got feeling it, it, man. Shamer. Yeah. Shamer. All Check right. it out. Well, on my right, we have Serge Duprea. Yes, I am Serge.com, and uh, I'm excited for today. It's uh, good to have you back, Ian, Thanks. as always. Yeah, and uh, yeah, good to meet you, Pearl. Pleasure. Be fun. Let's get started. Let's jump into this, uh, the first story, and this was the big news that's trending on Twitter right now. Tucker goes full conspiracy theorist on Twitter. I love this, the Daily Mail. They are not too happy with Tucker's position on the war in Ukraine, because Daily Mail, of course, is super pro-Ukraine, but they say, ex-Fox host debuts his new show and rants about the West's unwavering support for Ukraine, questions why UFO whistleblower is not dominating the news, and says Americans live in ignorance. Um, okay, so what was he wrong about? Yes, the West is just insanely obsessed with Ukraine, and there's tons of lies. I like how uh, there's a meme going on right now because of this uh, this dam that got blown up. They were like, in three months, they're going to come back and be like, oh, yeah, we knew it the whole time, right? The Washington Post reported that apparently we knew about the, the attempts to sabotage the Nord Stream pipeline well in advance. And so now when it comes to blowing up this dam in, in, uh, in Ukraine, they're claiming Russia did it. Surprise, surprise. It'll probably be in three months. They'll say, actually, it was Ukraine who did it. But anyway, look, I'm not, I'm not trying to ignite that whole conversation. Deep foreign policy stuff we can get into in a second. The big story is just that Tucker Carlson has returned. He cannot be stopped. Episode one, he just posted. It's got 148,000 likes. And the wow. big picture here is the media is officially dead. The corporate media, it's over. Man, I longed for this day. So he I remember, posted this at 6 p.m. I just want to, Tucker, yes. if you could move, I'm streaming at 6 p.m. So I'd appreciate it if you like slid over a <laughs> Tucker little bit. Tucker Carlson. Because we did okay today, but I think if he keeps this up, he might steal our audience. And Tucker Carlson posted his first episode, the first episode of his show. 
mm-hmm. on June 6th at 6 p.m. Ooh. I mean, six, I, six, I, would, six. I would love to conspiracy theorize with y'all, but I did do an episode today on June 6th at 6, p, at 6 p.m. You did 666, so six, I can't. I didn't mean to. Really? It wasn't on purpose. <laughs> well, it never is. But it happened. Yeah, maybe you're right. The road to it hell It wasn't my first episode. It wasn't my first episode, though. I think people are going to need to evolve to start being able to listen to two conversations at once because there's too many shows at six o'clock. You just got to put two on it, maybe well, two just, and then three and then four. You just pick the one show that you like. And you watch yeah. the show that you like. Dude, and if you guys all make videos here, you mm-hmm. should put on videos of yourself to listen to yourself and then put on multiple videos of yourself at the same time. It's like heightened evolution. <laughs> that is the craziest how thing many, I've ever How many heard. views does that have? Oh, let's find out. I am looking right now. Let's, uh, um, that's, that's so it's crazy. been up for two hours it and has, it has nine million. Wow. Oh my gosh. That has more views Left on Twitter. Left is you know this. He is but so popular. He is popular, he and he should be. My dad loves him. Mm-hmm. I don't actually know much about Tucker Carlson. He I'm, used to be like <sighs> deep state shill without realizing. Like he was in the Matrix. He wore a bow tie and just did talking points for the military industrial <laughs> complex. And then he had this interview with Jon Stewart where he was humiliated. Jon Stewart humiliated him. And he like went into some deep mental place. Like, And then he came out like, is this new creature of truth? And, and now he's like Wait, calling why, out the bull. Why was he humiliated? I disagree. What do you, yeah. Like what do you, I, I don't, don't think why. he was. I, I disagree with you on that. Does he, has he said that's why he transformed? He, no, this is just my I, I don't take. think Stewart uh, humiliated him. I, I thought Stewart's uh, performance was even a little embarrassing because John Stewart, like he was calling Tucker Carlson out for things that he claimed were uh, mistruths and Tucker responded by saying, well, actually, you said this on your show and that isn't true. And John Stewart goes, it's a comedy show right, as right. if John Stewart isn't trying to convince people of things because he's just a comedian. It was really 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 slimy duplicitous it was very duplicitous because you can't have it both ways you can't say like i do an educational comedy show that teaches people things and then when someone calls you out for misinformation say let's do it's a comedy show who cares but that's exactly what john stewart it's was just doing. a joke when i say a thing that happened is true followed by <laughs> exactly. joke exactly <laughs> exactly what, what, what john stewart and the rest of his ilk do is they'll say here's a true thing that happened and now joke mm-hmm. and it's like then they claim the lie Mm-hmm. was the joke the whole time exactly so they'll say like Seamus was seen kicking dogs was the dog which Snoopy? and that did happen but there's but, a justification but, for it i don't want to get into right, right now. so the point is they'll okay. say Seamus kicked a dog and then that's the fact and then they go and was the dog snoopy like some yeah. rid- ridiculous nonsense yeah and then everyone laughs and then later they'll be like the whole thing was a joke and you'll be like Seamus never kicked a dog and be like no we were joking yeah, exactly. Oh, so, so they'll, they'll talk about it like it's news plus jokes. And then when they get called out for saying something that wasn't true, they'll go, oh, no, but it's just a joke. What's the big deal? So I seem to remember Tucker. This is like 2003, 4, 5. It's a while ago. Era, yeah. yeah. He was like, just basically like the war in Iraq is good. Uh, mm-hmm. Barack Obama's bad. And all the Republicans are good and the Democrats <laughs> are bad. And that was like not, I was in the zone of like Obama's good. Mm-hmm. You know, war is bad. But he was like, but we, and Something happened right around that John Stewart interview with them where he changed. Like he he disappeared for a year, came out and he lost the bow tie and he got way more serious. I miss the bow tie. I do miss the bow tie, but uh I know I remember that interview. And the bow tie was so that you're right that Tucker Carlson was very much like a typical like kind of neocon broadcaster. Well, that that's what the bow tie was for, so that when you were looking at him and he was saying that we need to go blow up foreigners, you were like, "But that bow tie." That's that's a nice, like <laughs> it's just so funny. It is a nice bow tie. He's like, "I yeah. tied it myself." The other thing uh, idea is maybe he did a bunch of mushrooms one day. I don't think <laughs> I don't Why think is that, that always it? Why can't someone just come to realize something true without doing a bunch of mushrooms? <laughs> Wouldn't it be great? <laughs> <laughs> so that that interview made him like change his opinions on I- the Iraq war. I don't think like, it oh, did. No, Ian's just crazy. I'm yeah. just oh. kind of throwing one out there. I don't know if it was that interview, but oh, around okay. that time of his life, he kind of had this he, change he of momentum. 
he, he switched all his opinions at some I mean, point, not all, not of, all them, of them, but like he, he, he began to oppose the, um, the kind of neoconservative foreign policy perspective. Cause he used to be very much in lockstep with the rest of the right wing at that time, which was saying, yes, our freedom is over in the middle East. Let's yeah, go get it. Osama bin Laden yeah. bad. We were attacked nine 11 terrorists. Uh, Two airplanes. Yeah. I, I, I'm being down. snide. I'm being snide, right? But neoconservatism yeah. is intellectually bankrupt. It's just a form of Marxism. Oh. I yeah. I feel like they just co-opted the conservative movement. This neo-war. Mm-hmm. Now they're they've. Cons- I was. So, I was Trump kicked them out though. Movement. I was so young when all that stuff was going mm-hmm. on. Like I don't even. How- Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders, no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Bolt, were you in 06? Uh, I was 10. No, oh, yeah, we're like the same age. Yeah. Yeah, about the same age. I remember those Did times. you watch that stuff when you were back then? I So I watched it a little bit, yeah. my my I used to, you know, when we would drive anywhere, we didn't listen to music in the car. It was always talk radio. Oh. Always talk radio. And so I heard a lot of it. And my, you know, my dad is one of those guys where he, he listens to both sides. Uh, at that time, he definitely did. And so I heard, uh, unfortunately, I, I heard my fair share of NPR as well. But yeah, you know, a lot of like Rush Limbaugh, Michael Savage, uh, the the OGs. Yeah, my dad used to listen to them too, but I didn't know what they were talking about. I was so confused. <laughs> I was like fired, like little 10-year-old yeah, James was fired. Yeah. I was like, these politically correct liberals are destroying no. America. I was like, dad, turn the radio off. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, the scary man is yelling. Yeah, you know? I was like, dad, put on country. <laughs> I think part of Tucker Tucker's like, what I love about him is that he used to be a neocon, used to be like in the Matrix and now he's out of it. Like, yeah. I, I love the... the the, the retribution story the come come from behind victory what do you what do you mean in the matrix because when we say that like we talk about like dating and relationships i'm curious what you guys in like the political well, world well say. You, you explained it first like what is what is the dating matrix um it's just kind of like men grow up thinking that like women want the guy that gives them flowers treats them well and they grow up and oh, find yeah. out that's not true Right, right, I mean, right. And there's the red pill. There's they actually they get kind of mad at me because there's so many like people have so many different definitions of it, so they yeah. kind of argue over it. But that's like in layman's terms about the matrix. Yeah, well, yeah, like the red pill because a lot of people use that word for so many different things. Yeah. But but so I'm curious in the political world what you guys mean. Like by the that. literal matrix. Yeah, yeah I thought like, like there's a there's so the political red pill is there is a corporate. There is a corporate narrative mm-hmm. that the average person believes is reality. And if you are to, quote unquote, take the red pill, you wake up to the untruths that is the corporate press, the media, politics, For the me, establishment it was narrative. 9-11. Like I was fed. I thought, OK, a couple of planes hit the buildings. They knocked them down. And Osama bin Laden's the one that's responsible for all of this. OK. And then I found out later, like, oh, there's a lot of evidence that there's more to it than just a couple of planes and this dude in the Middle East. I think Saudi Arabia got sued over their involvement or something. What was that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to get into it. I don't know enough about oh, it. But yeah. there was like there's a, there's a lot more than it is just a rabbit hole. Oh, are you guys like Bush did 9/11? No, we don't. We don't all no. share the same opinion. No, okay. We're actually pretty diverse I panel don't. to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have any evidence of who did it, but okay. there's a lot more going on than what I thought. Like the way the buildings fell down in near free fall is like, dude. So, but instead of just 
getting into a whole 9-11 debate. How yeah, about we yeah. just talk but about it shocked me the, the, what the, the red pill matrix. is? Yeah, right. I, I would say for me, like the political matrix, there, there's a couple different things. And I usually don't use terms like the red pill or the matrix for the reason that you described, which is that they're thrown around by so many people yeah. to represent so many different things. But I would say that in one sense, the matrix is sort of like all the, the social political ideas that are forced onto people that they're convinced of that are untrue. And I would say one of those, at least in the dating marketplace, is just... You know, the sexual revolution, more generally speaking, this idea that people are happy when they have sex outside of marriage, that this right. is something that people should aspire to do and that it's a healthy way for man to live and that we're just a product of our own self-invention. And as long as a person is getting their sexual gratification, what they're doing is beyond reproach, basically. That's Matrix? Yeah, that's definitely Matrix. That's like I would a, say like so. I don't usually use that language, but yeah, that's matrix. how I was wondering. But, but, but no, because it will. Well, like, it, like, it, but it's, it's also political because the sexual revolution is a massively uh, political thing. It has a strong political element to it, and all of our political establishments basically it's like a, promote it. Yeah. It's a mix of the the like, it's it's a mix of the political and the dating. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, because the family is the building block of society, so any political movement it. has to... Well, Reagan played a role in the destruction of the American family with no-fault divorce. He didn't do it himself overnight, man. There was a lot at work there, but um, I, I think it was yeah, a that massive was nail, misstep that was on his part. The it was... It's it's hard to say with the final nails, but that was definitely very bad. Very bad. No, no fault. fault. No fault. Divorce ended marriage. It, it formalized done. our. It, it formalized our ending of marriage. But there were other things. Like there was a massive cultural shift that happened at this time. So previously, people thought of divorce as something that was horrible, but that we should allow in certain circumstances. And I'm not even saying that's the correct vision because my. I. I just don't believe a marriage can actually end if it's an actual marriage. But. Uh, that's not to say someone who's being abused can't go live somewhere else. But my, my main point is Based. there was there was uh, there was a there was a uh, reinvention that happened culturally or around the time of the 1970s where people stopped viewing divorce as this unfortunate thing that happens sometimes and that we should allow a political outlet for. And they started reframing it as an adventure, uh, a method of self-exploration, a way to reinvent yourself rather than like something horrific that we should prevent from from ever occurring. well i mean some people say it's um birth control if you look up yes. the divorce rate and like birth control like the rate of women on birth control it's really interesting the the charts are the same pretty much Whoa. yeah well they yeah. it all like, plays look, a role you could look it up and like put it on the screen it's really interesting it's like literally if you put them side by side it's the same i yeah. know that uh, but people I, I would smell say different i would say like social media too because i i think Huge. like yeah because i mean you get like all these women that think they're hotter than they mm -hmm. are because they have the simps messaging them every single and day instagram well, filters yeah so i think like it, it would be silly to not include that in like the destruction of but, the family there's but, yeah, but also can't, can't is that these, the destruction but, yeah, of but that can't in these the women can't these women still hook up with those simps that are messaging them what do you mean like what about the fact that guys are hitting on these women is different from reality Be because it makes it a global sexual marketplace so it's not she doesn't just have access to mm -hmm. the men like in her town because before it's like the prettiest guy prettiest girl in the town marry each other whatever now it's like it, the men are competing with men from you know dubai right. like c celebrities like how, how many women uh -huh. has you know a celebrity like drake slept with we, we actually future, we, future we, wives you know what i mean we've we, we've talked a lot about this uh yeah I, i've and, and it, boy it doesn't trigger the feminists i talked about how uh dating apps oh that's basically that's, caused yeah. a major collapse because what happens is it used to be that if you were a dude you had access uh, men and women had access to their school basically the yeah. institution where they spent all of their time so a guy is 18 he goes to college and he has access to the women in the college network which is mostly the college he's at and then maybe the friends of friends. Yeah. But when dating apps emerge, all of a sudden, all of these, you know, 18 plus young women 
mm-hmm. have access to 25-year-old-plus men mm-hmm. who aren't in college but have cars, have jobs, have salaries. Mm-hmm. And now the 18-year-old in college has to enter, ha- has to compete with a guy who's already got a career and is already established, mm-hmm. and they can't. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's really important that you pointed out birth control because that plays a massive role in the way that we've been restructured in terms of our thinking about sexuality. So people used to recognize that the purpose of sex was unity and procreation, right? And you wanted to be with the person you were going to be with the rest of your life before you engage in that act with them because it makes new people and, and someone has to take responsibility for those new people. What artificial contraceptives made possible was a rerouting of our collective cultural thinking about sexuality, which took it from something uh, that was to be revered, that was beautiful, that needed social restrictions, and something that was just about the pleasure of the individual, and that only needed to be considered within the context of pleasure without actually considering its actual broader purpose, which is the creation of families. And of course, families are the building block of society. So when you corrupt people's sexual morals, you end up destroying the entire society inevitably. I mean, if you don't end up setting that that um, train back on the, the rail or putting things back in the proper course, it all falls apart. You, you, you just can't do it. Um, and, you know, we recognize this economically. Whenever a marketplace is deregulated, we say, well, this is going to result in unbearable inequalities. All of the spoils will go to some small percentage of people who happen to have the traits that the market rewards. But then when it came to the sexual revolution, no one was willing to say that. Well, when it comes to the sexual marketplace, deregulating it is going to create unbearable inequalities. And in the end, people aren't going to be happy. I get the feeling that if we made birth control illegal and made abortion illegal, it would cause devastation. Like it would cause a bunch of spousal abuse. Like a lot of the the value of, I can't stand no fault divorce. I mean, it makes me, I lost faith in marriage basically. I have no faith in that mm-hmm. institution because she can leave whenever she wants. But if they're stuck, then won't they just be getting beat a lot? Um, so if, well, this is no. the, the whole point of no fault divorce is a person could get divorced if they demonstrated that there was some kind of abuse occurring, right? And this is part of what I was saying earlier. Mm-hmm. I believe marriage is lifelong, but that doesn't mean that you can't go live somewhere else if a person is abusing you, right? And it doesn't mean you don't go, and, to, and you, most, you go to the police. Well, yeah. and the one thing too, they've expanded the definition of abuse so much that we don't even know what abuse is anymore. Like it's not just like you, that you can include like financial abuse because I'm doing a divorce documentary oh. and, and so. Um, it's going into like basically men that get financially ruined by divorce and the issue is like they literally like have expanded the definition so much to include things like financial abuse so if I'm married and he says you can't spend five thousand dollars on my credit card he's financially controlling me and that's considered abuse in family court so it's very what sad. you need to give in the US a percentage of your U- income UK um, US is state by state Wow. So uh, like this is this is based in the UK. Do you well, words a, are violence now. So yeah, yeah, do you yeah. Think, exactly. Are, do you think there's faith in marriage? Do you have faith in marriage? Well, I don't think marriage is marriage anymore. Like, I, I think that marriage, it's a whole different institution. It's basically just long term relationships nowadays. Yeah, it's dating. I think that's, yeah, there's yeah. truth in that. Yeah. Because like if you can well, get out, like how is it marriage? That's like, I think our yeah, yeah. I think the marriage way is, is marriage doesn't exist since no fault divorce. Yeah, yeah. I, I would argue that in the United States, our laws don't properly recognize marriage. Of course, I believe marriage still exists. But the way the culture understands it, it you're not looking at actual marriages in a sense because the person isn't truly saying uh, for better or for worse till death do we part they're saying I'm just going to do this for a while until I get bored of it like if, yeah. if divorce is in your mind as an option it's something you're willing to consider and you're not saying there is no one else for me for the rest of my life or this person's life then are you really getting married there's a, in the service industry I used to work as a waiter for like a decade and when we would finish a shift I'd marry the condiments he'd be like okay take the ketchups and marry them together <laughs> yeah. which means mix I'd pour one into the other mm. shake it up 
You could never undo that. Mm -hmm. That mix is permanent now. One flesh. The two well, became one flesh. And what, yep. what does a guy get That's out what, of marriage that he doesn't get out of a long-term girlfriend if she can leave? Her Half her money? <laughs> yeah, I, well, again, I think the... Um, <laughs> hey, what do you mean half her money? <laughs> like, it, I guess it, in the it, instance it, of like, wasn't the story with Russell Brand that when they got he got divorced from Katy Perry, he didn't take anything from her because they're both super rich and he didn't care? Yeah. Well, uh, well I mean, men, but women get money the majority of the time, so it's not like men get money out of it. Yeah, yeah. she has if, more. Like, I, think, I think women only get spousal support like 10% of the time um, when it comes to child, like, um, child custody. Women get the kids 90% of the time. Yeah. So it's really an unfair system. Go ahead. Totally agreed. So your question has two different answers, right? When you ask, what do men get out of marriage? Because in some sense, like, yes, when you're talking about our society, when yeah. you're talking about what we are calling marriage, I mean, because the institution yeah, in 20, has removed. Like yeah, today. yeah. Uh, if we're talking about what marriage actually is, it's a different question, yeah. right? I mean, because it's, again, it's, it's not moral to have sex with someone you're not married. So you yeah. shouldn't be having sex with someone you're not married to in a culture where people are having sex outside right. of marriage, where, they, where they're living together when they're not married. You're correct that... Uh, it doesn't seem from like a, a material perspective that anything is really added to the relationship by entering into a, a legal union with yeah. each other. Well, even when you look at like, you know, purity and youth, like men don't even get that anymore out of marriage. Like mm. in the UK, the average age of first marriage for a girl is 31. Mm. Mm. And why like purity, like what percent of women do you think were virgins in 1920? Um, many more than today. One hundred unmarried. Women. I don't know if it was a hundred, but it was. Yeah. There, there's been surveys done, and, and many more women. I mean, were, you don't know. Virgins. Like people can lie, yeah. but it was like eighty-five percent of women um, did not like. They said they're virgins on their wedding day. Like, what is that today? So, so what? Get, what does a guy get from marriage? Yeah, today? so he doesn't get purity. He doesn't get youth. Um, now she has the power to take. I mean, they. Well, but but that's uh, that is more of a traditionalist argument that doesn't. I don't think matters materialistically or. Uh, um, what, what I'm saying is. There are certainly people who care about purity and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't think the average person thinks like, is my wife pure? But a lot of guys probably do. Mm -hmm. yeah. What I'm saying is you go to a guy and say, hey, you know that long-term relationship you're in? Yes. Why don't you get married? Okay. Why? Well, if you do, you open up the door to losing half of everything you own if things go bad and nothing else changes. And, but this, and what does the woman get? Yeah. The woman gets half your stuff if she decides to leave at any point. Well, but, but this is also the point, right? The left Marxists, they they hate marriage and they hate the family. So people look at how the culture has been oriented and they look at these no-fault divorce laws and they say, oh my goodness, there's no point in even getting married anymore. Well, that was by design. Like the right. entire purpose was to dissuade people from wanting to get married. That was the long game. That was the long game. And make it so and sex so I, before I think, marriage is okay. Exactly, right? Because if, if sex before marriage is on the table then you can have that without committing to a person i mean what are most men going to choose even if you don't have these wacky divorce laws well, all the divorce and marriage stuff aside i find it weird to say that sex before marriage is bad because like if you have if you don't if you have sex with a girl and you don't like it but you don't know that until after you're married That'd be horrible. Well, sex isn't tryouts, right? And she, she's a person and you're a person. And that's a, an act that creates human people. And it'll create a person even if you didn't think the sex was uh, all that great. I think that two people who are married should should try uh, to communicate with one another so that they could, you know, meet each other's needs in a licit way. And uh, I think we've created so many problems with no fault divorce and the sexual evolution and sex outside of marriage to say that you know a solution to that problem isn't good enough because it might interfere with some people's ability to have sexual pleasure doesn't really convince me 
There, well, the, and it's not even about like moral, like good or bad. It's like what outcomes does the, what outcomes does this have? And like the studies show that the best outcomes are from two people that are both virgins. But the best outcomes of marriage, yeah, like that's the true, longest and, marriage and marriage satisfaction. Yeah. Because yes. how would you how would you yeah. know if the sex was bad if you didn't have sex with anyone else? Exactly. <laughs> but that's, that's, that's the same exact argument feminists make. They're like, wow, that must suck condemning your life to bad sex because you live this puritanical way. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but, uh, okay, yeah, but again, that's that's a horrible way of viewing sex. It's a horrible way of ignorance viewing other bliss. people. And it, well, it's not just that ignorance is bliss. It's that there are some things you have no need to know, but, right? Like it doesn't, there, there is some information that's not going to make you happier. There are a lot of things that like, all of us could know that we don't want to know because it would make us miserable. Yeah, like, a five minute orgasm would be awesome. Like if you could have what? nonstop orgasms with your wife, like it's just, you could do like two hours of tantric Did sex. Do you think with sex outside of marriage that's happening for people? Because the, yeah, the studies sometimes. show that people rate Bro. lower marital satisfaction rates when they've had more sexual partners prior to marriage. Have, have so, you ever have you ever opposite. watched any romantic comedy? Yeah, like mm -hmm. the trope is that the women are always unsatisfied. Like the guys are in it for a one night stand. It's wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. And they leave. Well, and also not to get, I mean, since we're already having an adult conversation here, they have done studies with rams, right? So this is something that I learned when I was looking into the effects that pornography has on the brain and how men will seek out novelty. And they found with these muse that they were studying that men finished more quickly with a newer partner. Yeah, okay. The excitement. So exactly. So I, I don't think I have to elaborate any further on the implications of that. It's not just that. I think that if you have two people who care about each other, it's likely going to be better between them mm -hmm. than a guy who's like, can I get this woman in the closet for Ex a few minutes? And yeah. Leave? There yes. is, I think there's a problem of chasing the orgasm. That's it's, I think my mom would be like, your dad just, he's obsessed with sex. Oh my God, he just loves that. And I'm like, well, okay, maybe I, I gotta not do that then. But like on the other side, it is pretty epic. You know, like a good orgasm is like. How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy, you go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great, you'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. What, I don't think anything else in the world can compete with that. Uh, maybe not a good meal. I mean, maybe a good meal if you're hungry. I'm sure everybody in the comment is going to say base. They're saying the, base. They're going <laughs> to say the face, seeing the face of your child for the first time. Do you, mm -hmm. Oh yeah, good point. Raising they're like, kids. Ian doesn't have kids. And I was actually understand. thinking that today. Raising kids is far superior. Like ha having a family as far as just ha just being with people. And you're like, better off in a committed relationship with someone who you know won't just up and leave and take everything and your kids from you. And that's the other thing too with with no fault divorce. You have no guarantee you get to keep your kids. Mm -hmm. There's just like the family has been completely destroyed and there is a tremendous risk in having kids because they could just take your kids from you and then destroy your life. What is there's, only, there's only 11 states that have automatic 50-50 custody out of 50. So it's like if it's 50% is DNA, why doesn't he get 50% custody mm -hmm. off the bat? Well, well there, was a, there was a story out of Wisconsin where a guy who wasn't even the father the woman claimed he was, and the courts ordered him to pay child support because she listed him as the father and the DNA proved he wasn't. They were like, we don't care. Kid needs a dad. Wow. Wow. Yeah. What do you think, Pearl, what do you think is like a solution to this no-fault divorce situation? Oh, I think we should ban divorce. I think Based. we should ban it. Ban it completely. Except completely. Like, what if, what if a guy's beating his wife? 
if he's beating his wife, I think I think there's an exception to every rule, but I don't think that makes the rule. Uh, but you know what? You know what else? That's they, what you know what else do you know what else they don't talk about when they look at one-sided abuse? Women hit men more than men yes, hit women. It's true. Yeah. So it's the women that are beating their husbands more than the husbands are beating their wife when it's one-sided because the majority of abuse cases is mutual. And the other thing they don't talk about, and I'm so tired of this on the show, these girls will come on and say I was abused, I was abused, and I used to just believe women, right? Because it's like, and it's kind of a sense. It's kind of awkward in the room when someone's like, oh, I was abused. But it's like, if you're bringing it up on the show, I'm going to ask you questions, right? You clearly wanted, you talked about it. So, and then I would ask questions and I'd realize these girls were not talking about the part they had to play in the abuse. I'll give you an example. One girl, she says I was abused. So I say, okay, what happened? How, how, cause I'm thinking like the average guy can beat me the hell I'd be dead. Like the, and, I, and I'm, I deadlift 300 pounds. I'm a semi-pro athlete. I had pro contracts in the fall. I'm six foot. Like I, I'm, I'm pretty built for, for a chick, right? And I'm still saying the average guy can beat me up. So I'm like, okay, if he was beating you like that, like where is where are your injuries, right? So I ask her, what happened? She says, well, he pushed me. Like he pushed me down the stairs or something like that. And I was like, okay, well, why? Like what led up to this? And, you know, come to find out this girl wouldn't leave. So she refused. She was trespassing on this guy's house. <laughs> Wouldn't leave. And then he pushes her out of the house. That's abuse. That's abuse. Is that actually with what he did? Was, was that legal? To push her out of the house? Oh, yeah. Did he push I'm, her down the stairs, though? Because that's different from like trying to remove someone from your property. Well, that's, that's what she was trying to do. Okay. That's what he was well, like. I don't. Yeah. Well, don't push people downstairs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, but I don't think he meant to. Like, the way she was saying is, like, she was like, she wouldn't leave. So what are you supposed to do if she... Now, you could call the cops, but I'm saying yeah. like, it wasn't this, like... You gotta, oh, this. Call, you gotta call the police. Yeah, yeah I, because... I, because you have to protect yourself. But my point right. is she didn't talk about... Like, my point isn't, like, was it abuse? Wasn't it abuse? My point is women don't talk about the part they have to play in it. Yeah. So, uh, you, like, know, you, know, you know what I'd do? I just, I would just go in my room, lock the door, call the police, and say, I got a break in. <laughs> that's it i mean yeah yeah yeah. but it is like right. a person who enters your property without your permission and i'd say there's an ongoing burglar i've locked myself in my room you guys come deal with it because what'll happen is if you try to physically remove her and the cops show up she'll say help help i'm being abused right. and you will get arrested right so just go in your room lock the door i'm not saying run and cower i'm saying just separate yourself from this person and then call the police and be like please right. come burglary in progress then they'll come in and find the lady screaming and ranting and you'll be like, I am in the other room. Doors locked, man. Right. Well, and the other thing is like, as I was saying before, what they did, um, and this is more um, pertaining to the UK, um, not the US, but I know some states have similar laws to this. They basically expanded the definition of abuse to include things like coercive control, financial abuse. Um, and they have like a list of like five to I think 10 and it's a point system. So basically what happens is if you like maybe two times he said you were financially abused, um, three times you you were coercively controlled like they even say they were graped like early on in the relationship or something like that even though they would like stay for later and if you get like i don't know maybe it's seven points out of ten like then that's like considered abusive we have grapes growing on the property this is crazy no joke you got you gotta check them out like actual grape vines with and, and you can see the grapes coming in careful but if you eat the skin before washing it off there's a lot of like apparently, tannin on apparently it. you got to freeze them or something mm -hmm. they're called frost grapes Sweet. i don't know anything about yeah. it i had a similar situation but she said grape so i was yeah, like, well i didn't know if you could say that on yeah. the show you can say I, we, grape we, on on youtube well I don't, I don't know but so like when it comes to abuse like if it's a genuinely abusive situation sure like we divorce fine fine mm -hmm. but like I, I think it's more of the exception than the rule because even people that work at abuse 
like centers will tell you the majority of abuse cases they're both abusing each other so it's not just one-sided so at that point it's just like a toxic relationship maybe they should like take some time apart and like, i want to i want to come back yeah. to a lot of the subject because we uh, we do have another uh, story to talk about we have a lot of stories to talk about and then we'll come back to the dating stuff but um speaking of believing women we have this story <laughs> elliot page reveals chilling transphobic attack outside la hotel Quote, I'm going to effing gay bash you, and then homophobic slur. And then the guy apparently uh, in the most prominent gay neighborhood, probably in the country, of, uh, which is West Hollywood in Los Angeles. Well, maybe it's maybe San Francisco got more prominent. Yeah, Castro District, San, San Francisco. Yeah, but, but LA, West Hollywood is one of the most prominent gay neighborhoods in the country. This is where Elliot Page was. And then after this person said this, Followed Elliot Page into a store called Pink Dot and then said, this is why I need a gun. And it's amazing. I can't believe it. This story coming out on the same day that Elliot pa Page has released their, their new book. So uh, nobody believes the story. I mean, come on. So, so a guy was walking around Los Angeles in, the, in literally the boys town of Los Angeles and was shocked and outraged to see someone who he assumed was gay. And also, then specifically said gay bash. And then this is why I need a gun. Like it, it bad it's, fan it's, fiction. It's bad fan fiction for liberals. Guns are bad. <laughs> See, that's why they want yeah. guns. Who who is that? I don't know who that is. Elliot Page. Yeah. Formerly Ellen Page. Have you ever seen Juno? Yeah. That that was uh, the no. girl from Juno. Yeah. 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 And yeah. she transitioned to. Oh, that's so Elliot sad. About yep. Yeah, I feel and then there's a there's there's a big question about whether or not Elliot Page has fake implants for the <laughs> yeah that's gotta be fake. a lot of a lot of people were saying like if you look at ellie page's arms it doesn't when, when you when you work out your your core for abs there's a uh whenever you work out a muscle there's like a 30 percent transference to the surrounding muscles because hmm. all muscles are working it's not just like when you're like working out your arms you're actually using a bunch of other muscles too so you would have muscle development in other, other areas so a lot of people were like elliot page got implants to look like a dude with abs or whatever I just think this person's a liar. Well, this story... I think, well, I think they, they're suffering from severe depression. I think that was publicly known. And I think that results in desperate cries for attention, like the most ridiculous story you've ever heard. I'm sorry. It's... I don't know what's more ridiculous, Jussie Smollett or this. <laughs> to be fair, it is possible this happened. The Jussie Smollett thing is kind of like, yo, get out of here. It's like, even worse, yeah. Chicago, 2 a.m., sub-zero weather, <laughs> two guys carrying bleach and a string from a hardware store. This is, maybe there was a crazy homeless guy muttering and sputtering and, and rambling and then saw, you know, But LA he did Page not and, use that vernacular. He did not say, I am going to gay bash you. Like, that's not, that's not how people talk. That's not a thing anybody's, like, no. if, if Elliot Page claimed the guy said, oh, I'm going, you disgust me, I'm going to get you or something, I'd be okay. like, okay, that makes more sense. Mm -hmm. This kind of reminds me of what we were just talking about, how we only get potentially half the story. What led up to this interaction? Was Elliot screaming at the guy? Because if she's a miserable, depressed person, I wouldn't put it past well, him. I wouldn't put it past him to, to wail on I, someone verbally. Okay, maybe. Um there was a unicorn that was flying to the sky and it pooped and the poop landed on this gigantic behemoth of an angry man who then turned and saw Elliot Page picking flowers for Elliot's mother and then went, oh boy, I'm, I'm so angry. Because oh boy, it was it's Dash Dabrowski all because, because if we're just going to make things up, I'll make up whatever I want. If she's going to make something up, I'll just make up how it started. There you go. There's the story. What do you think, Pearl? Well, I have a, I have a question. I, I don't know if I can say this or not. Oh, so I don't... write it on a piece of paper, pass it over to Tim, <laughs> okay, okay. and then we'll Should let I, you know. 
I don't know. Do we even have paper? You can write it on paper. Yeah. I yeah. can. Okay. Don't brag. Ian. I just have a question, but I don't know if this question will. Okay. Oh, she's writing a if racial. It's too slur. hot for TV. I, I don't know. I can't you believe said you. Oh my like, gosh! Look what. Wait, wait, wait! You said this. Seamus is sweating. <laughs> I'm like, this is. This <laughs> is close up on Seamus' eyeballs. I have a feeling <laughs> it's going to be a very innocuous question. I don't think it's that bad, but I just don't want to. I don't. I, it's your guys' show, so well, I don't want to. What, 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 what I basically what? said was. Oh, so can I, can I, um, say that? I, 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 I will check with Tim, but I'm pretty sure yes. Okay. I'll just ask. Him, you know, because so, this is one of these things. For yeah. those that are wondering what we're talking about, basically what we tell people is... I don't know if you can, but it's true. I don't know if you can say that, but it's yeah, true. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure you, you can say it. You, you, you're not... You're, on YouTube, you do not insult someone based on their immutable characteristics. Okay. Mm -hmm. Outside of that, you're fine. What about questioning their mental stability? Is that... Uh, I, I'm pretty sure that uh, Elliot Page has publicly expressed they have mental illness. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So yeah. why are we taking like the word seriously of someone that's mentally ill? Like, why are they getting articles the, and stuff? I think I think like, Elliot Page has specifically talked about severe depression mm -hmm. and anxiety and, mm -hmm. and disorders and things like that. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But well, um, but but I was more I was more it's, asking it's, because it's, of the other you know stuff. But, but it's not a, <laughs> it's not about being mentally ill. It's about right. selling a book. Right. Like this story comes out the same day the book is getting same released. Day, this is wow. not this is this is not mental illness. This yeah. is this is cold calculating marketing. Wow, uh, I think it's just crazy. It's so, it's yeah. it's marketing. Jesse, why did Jesse Smollett do what Jesse Smollett did? Because he I, was I renegotiating his no. contract on Empire, and he Bang. wanted to be exactly. a hot ticket item. And yep. why now is this story come out? June six is the release date for Page Boy, the new book. What a weird marketing strategy, right? The 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 new <laughs> help, like help, fake hate crime marketing firm out there that's telling these people that this will help their public image but it, it makes sense right because we live in a victimhood culture and if you want people to sympathize with you you have to be a victim because that would make that's what makes you impressive yeah i'm real fed up on the victimhood culture mm. it's, it's getting under my skin just now i could Agreed. hear a pin drop all <laughs> no, of a sudden. no 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 no, I, I, no totally agree. i just wanted to do you get that do you constantly interact with victims on the on your show oh my I just think women nowadays just want to be victim. It's like everything. Like I've never heard a girl come on a show because we talk about relationships a lot and just say, you know what? That relationship was my fault. Yeah, I've never heard a girl say that. Oh, there was a story today uh, I was reading in the Daily Mail and it was a woman crying because her fiance left her and she said it was my fault because I wouldn't listen to why he was upset and mm. I was too stubborn to compromise and now he's gone. Yeah, and it made news headlines. It made news <laughs> <laughs> like, women says something like no. if you ask a guy oh, if you ask so a guy if you ask a guy like he had a nice girl he maybe cheated on her he'll kind of admit it he'll be like you know what yeah i was a dog i was this but it's like girls just find the craziest ways to make themselves the victim in every relationship oh my gosh that's hilarious in every relationship gosh and i used to not really understand like why guys were complaining about dating so much i was like why are the guys complaining like why why are they saying this is so bad and then i started doing the show and i was like oh my gosh it's worse than I thought. It's like one, the girls are so flaky coming on the show. I've never been really flaked on by guys. Mm. Women, it's like 50. I literally have to book really? it. 50-50 if they'll I've show up. I, I book double the amount of women because I know half will cancel. Are they professionals? Really? Are they? Uh, no, it's just Are you being hyperbolic or is it really half? Half? I mean, I don't. I haven't recruited in a while, but uh -huh. when I did the recruiting myself, yeah. I And oh. we book uh, 10 girls for the show. We have, give our recruiters 10 slots. And so like the... That's like the most mics we have. We expect like half to come. 
For oh. one show, you'll have 10 invites? Yeah, 10 invites. Um, I mean, sometimes we add in guys too. So like there are guys, it, it depends on the show, but yeah. That's wild. So <laughs> half the time they just don't show up. Do you think though, is it, is it something about like your show being more controversial that it makes them feel more frightened to do no, it? No, this was even before I was big. Like this was like, I, like I started at 15, I was at 15,000 subs a year ago. <laughs> So what wow. happened? What sparked? You it? really blew up. You really um, blew up. Well, people think it was the show, but it actually wasn't the show. Well, sort of. I I would do a show, right? And we would talk about like, I don't know, maybe the pay gap not being real or mm. like not not the way they think, right? Like basic like kind of red pill truths, right? And I would see a girl where like the wheels were sort of turning, where she was kind of understanding what I was saying when I would say like, you know, the reason for the pay gap is because we don't work as many hours, we don't do as dangerous job, like, you know, et cetera. We flake on podcasts, <laughs> that kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so what I would do is I would invite the girls back and I would show them like um, a red pilling like video. So one of the first videos that went viral was I red pilled my friend for the first time. And it was like um, a 45 minute video of Jordan Peterson arguing with that feminist on the pay gap, right? And so, but it's these would be real. like, these would be like three hour conversations really in depth like just like where I'm like slowly sort of like deconstructing what they believe and you know because at one point like I mean I, I thought the pay gap was real like I mean not not anytime recently but yeah you know, you're, you're when you're younger right and so that's what initially blew it up was like it would be like red pilling women in real time yeah. I found it. That's, but, I found it. But the also, story is real. But also, um, dunking on women does well too. Woman <laughs> left by her fiance bursts into tears as she confesses the one mistake she made, and she basically says that they would get into fights. My one then, mistake is here, I look, was too good for the him. The failure to address the problems caused them to uh, escalate, and ultimately, neither was willing to make sacrifices or compromise on their stance. After the relationship ended, Cam realized that she should have been less stubborn and tried to appreciate her partner's viewpoint. And oh, now she's awesome. now she's alone. Dang. And it made news headlines. Yeah. <laughs> Why? I mean, I guess that's a big deal for modern Breaking women. news, like, woman admits fault. Yeah, it's a, it's a sad story. It happens. You, um, I think that uh, part of what this culture does is it creates this warfare between men and women. And, of course, the man is always the bad guy. Everything's his fault. And you see this repeatedly in media. I mean... I, even from singers, even from male singers, you hear so many songs that men sing about how they messed up and they did something wrong. I can't think of a, a single pop song written by a woman about how like she wasn't good enough for the guy she was with. You get a lot of songs like that written by male pop stars. I'm trying to think of one. Yeah. Now, and, and you see this trope in film and television all the time. It's always the guy begging the girl to come back to him because he messed up holding the stereo. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. John uh, yeah. So. And in his trench coat while it rains. <laughs> Baby, come back. <laughs> and yeah, it's it's never the opposite. It's I, never the opposite. Ever, well, movies typically follow two tropes. One, it's the guy saving the girl, or two, it's the guy apologizing to the girl. <laughs> no, but here, you forgot the third one, the one that got away for women. Women love that shit. You yeah, they want to be the Titanic, that... this woman's like 90. She had a whole family with another dude. <laughs> I know! And she's she's still, evil. And she's still talking about her ex-lover she met for like a lover. week. Lover? Or whatever. Her one-night stand. No, yeah, this was, is a hey, homeless hey, hey, guy. I think it was two nights, they, all right? It was, it was, <laughs> no, Solid. but this is very real, all right? The Titanic is an unbelievably evil film, but there's something <laughs> 
masterful <laughs> about the way that the cinematography, the framing, and the music is used to make you sympathize with someone who's a genuinely bad person. <laughs> like, she doesn't have a character arc. She doesn't go from a bad person to a good person. She goes from, like, a selfish person to, to a, a person, person who's, like, a, uh, a selfish person, but who's I selfish mean, in a different way. I, and when, when you look, I just want to mention one thing. What she does, I saw this movie years ago, so, you know, take this with a grain of salt, but what I remember is she cheats on her fiancé and then has the homeless guy she's cheating on him with draw a picture of her naked wearing her engagement gift yeah. and then she puts it in his safe with like a snide remark right now like that's psychopath behavior <laughs> that is not what a normal person does that is insane and people watch this and they're like wow her story's she's, inspiring she's, like, she's a, a demon wasn't she like talking to her granddaughter or something she was on yeah. the boat and then no no no, 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 no she was talking end. to treasure hunters who were looking for the diamond she had which she throws off the boat she's on a boat that costs millions of dollars hundreds of thousands of rent and they're asking her to tell this boring <laughs> old lady story she only tells because they think she has a diamond and she has it and she throws it off the <laughs> She doesn't give it to the people who listen to her for hours. She doesn't sell it to take care of her her granddaughter who spent her life caring for her and doesn't have a family of her own. She throws it off the ship because hey. Jack needed it. Hey. He's dead. He died. He's at the bottom of the ocean. And you know what's crazy? An you know what's crazy? She was on the boat. She was on the safety boat, right? And she jumps off yes. the safety boat oh. back into the real boat. Jack would be alive if she just stayed in the original safety boat. That's saves her later exactly yes he, he there would have been room on and there was room on the door dude you know, I bet, they, they, they don't tell you this part of the now. story uh, but i bet you i bet you jack when he saw she's on the, still on the boat was like does monday at the office feel like a storm not with microsoft copilot that feeling when copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly it's sunny again when copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act that sun's shining on a beach and when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Yeah, no, I can save both of us. I can save. But yes, fine. Just come. Just. But I think uh, uh, they, they've proven now that uh, who's the guy who did the movie? What's his name? James Cameron. James yeah, Cameron. They He did yeah. a thing where they got the. Two people to sit on the door and it worked, and they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> "Yeah, that was a you know that was a weird you know what movie. other movies like this too." The Notebook. I remember being a kid watching this movie and thinking like, he, "She's cheating. She's cheating. Why is this okay?" Yeah, and they romanticize cheating. But you know what I think it is? I think it's like what's, whip, what's that one about? I don't know. Oh, that. the Notebook. Basically, she it's it's like, again the one that got away, which is also a Katy Perry song, right? But mm. basically, she dates this guy in high school and they're in love or whatever, and then she they break up. I don't remember why, but she goes on to meet this really nice guy that like treated her well all this stuff similar you know to the titanic <laughs> but she just couldn't get the old guy out of her head we, and then she goes and cheats on him for like three days and then he like runs in the rain and is like i love you and then she leaves her fiance for this guy she dated in high school she's an alpha widow bro <laughs> i actually never saw it but i had a podcast guest who was explaining the plot of it to me i was like this is this is horrible yeah like a horrible story well, the horrible, alpha horrible. the alpha widow is like it's it's really common can, in music and movies can we do like a sequel to every hallmark movie ever where it's like so the woman who's got a fiance and he's like a snooty businessman and then she goes back home to see her parents and then there's the 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 nerdy guy who's all grown up and suave and he's like a carpenter now and he's ripped 
and then he's very nice to her and she realized he was the one all along can we just have like a part two where it's like they had a one night stand and he was like yo I'm done like I got things Pro to do yes. I haven't seen you in 20 Pro years Pro later produce it I'll be I'll, I'll act well, <laughs> no this has like, to wait, be what done do you mean you're leaving because, <laughs> all right, every human being has a tendency to wonder is the grass greener on the other side and what Hollywood has done is built an entire sub industry of telling women yes it is actually go to the other <laughs> side go check it out no it's gonna be great you're gonna love your time over there and then you end up uh divorced with a broken family uh, or with a, a person who actually doesn't treat you very well and this isn't addressed and we just keep churning should, out media that's horribly irresponsible it should just be like the day after she gets the the hometown hero guy and she leaves her snooty businessman fiance, <laughs> he like wakes up and he's like, uh, I think you should probably go. And she's like, what, what do you mean? I thought we were having something. He's like, no, I was just saying that so that you'd sleep with me. You can leave now. But why, why would Hollywood producers want women to think the hardworking man who's loyal to them is bad for trying to stop weird strangers from sleeping with her? Why would Hollywood producers want want women to oh, have yeah, that in their yeah, head. You keep saying Hollywood, but it's Hallmark. Hollywood, Hallmark, all of it. Bill. I think Hallmark's I think these, done in, made in Canada. Hallmark is like way over the line, but all of these Hollywood movies follow similar tropes. Like the man who meets all of society's standards for what a responsible man is, isn't good enough. We either depict him as being like, you know, bad in some emotional way. You know, there's there's always a catch. The good, hardworking man always has problems. And like the lovable loser always has a heart of gold and genuinely cares for well, you. It's like, sorry, no. Well, and the other thing is like whenever they always try to like... <sighs> explain women's cheating so yes. like whenever you say oh she cheated they would say well why did he cheat what did he do it's the same thing if she That's freaks out and is like hitting a guy it's always like what did he do what did he do to deserve this mm -hmm. like they're the default is he deserved this in some way where it's like if a man cheats he's a dog mm -hmm. he's evil he's just you know whatever yeah Cheating but like yeah, here's here's the and thing it, like now we're seeing all of these polyamorous relationships gross because cheating kind of only really applies to marriage and what we've created now is this pseudo hybrid dating marriage thing. So mm. here's how it used to be. It was a, a, a young woman would date several men. What does that really mean? It means they'd go out for a cheeseburger and a milkshake. And then if they were like, hey, we're really getting along and we have a lot in common, this is fun. They would decide to get married. Now dating is first you meet at a bar and then you bang at her place or his place. Then they decide, hey, maybe we should do this more often. So you've already like jumped the line into like living together and, and hooking up, but there's no actual commitment. So it's all just a mishmash. Yeah, exactly. So, so what is cheating? Well, cheating was like you were married. Mm -hmm. Marriage is a contract. The reason it's called cheat is because you have a commitment you are breaking. If you're just like randomly dating some floozy or something, like how is it cheating if you don't have anything formally set anyway and you could leave at any time? Well, I, I would add one thing. I would say like if you are dating someone monogamously to discern marriage and they can't be monogamous through the courtship process, that does tell you something about them. It's like, all right, yeah, you're not the one for me. Yeah, but I mean, from, from your standard, Seamus, they're like the person you're dating is not going around having sex with a bunch of dudes. No, anyway. it's also true. Yes. So yeah. there's not. Or at like, least if she does, I don't know about but it. You so, know what so, I mean? but, but what are you saying? Like, yeah. if no, you're, if you're I would going never out, date a woman like that. If you're so dating a woman is like you're going out for dinner and you're going yeah. to the movies, and then one day you find out she went out to a movie with Ian. And <laughs> I would be, I would be like, be, first of all, that would never the happen. Right? They, they're going to see what is a woman, and I'm like, apparently a liar and a cheater. So would you? I could tell Matt Walsh what a woman is if you were in a relationship with. Or if you just met a girl that just rocked you, knocked you on your ass, awesome, but then you found out she did it with 100 other guys, 
would you still be like, whatever, I'm going for it? This is a good question. So um, statistically speaking, we know that the more sexual partners a person has, the higher the probability that they will end up being divorced. So I would say there's kind of an imprudence in not considering a person's history. Uh, 100 is a very big number. I think like someone can make mistakes, genuinely repent, and then do the hard work to try to do the penance and fasting and prayer to straighten themselves out and become like a good, holy person who would be a, a worthy mother to one's children. But... Um, I mean, after 100, I think that's going to be pretty difficult. I'm not saying it's impossible, but uh, I'm, I'm saying that it's not something that shouldn't be considered. And I think there are a lot of people who want to argue that that shouldn't be considered and it, it should. Yeah, it's like, do you decide with your brain or with your heart? Well, you, the thing you have to think about, and this, is, this isn't me speaking as a married man because I'm not married, but I was recently speaking to uh, Jason, Jason Evert, who is and talks about these things. And I asked right, him a Jason, similar question. Is it Jason is it ever? Is I it, think it's he, ever. Yeah. He, oh my god, he went to my high school. Really? He talked at your high school? Yeah, he yeah. did. He, he did. He's selling women dreams. That man. Yeah. Well, we, yeah. We, you know, I, I, I like him, same. but we it's can always, get into it. I like. But, I do uh, like him, but it's always the same trope with like the religious people. Mm -hmm. It's always like the ran through chick and like the guy that was a virgin <laughs> that like marries her at the end, and she only really gets away with it typically because she's hot. So which it's uh, kind of uh, yeah, that's a fair representation of his position. I mean. That's what happened. Like, he's a nice guy, but oh, like, that's what you're saying. Well, no, I, I, I think what, that's a horrible no, thing to I'm, say about him and his wife. Well, no, I'm, I'm saying like that's what he said. I mean, I don't, I don't know. No. Him, like, I'm not well, trying to make it, it a personal he, thing, he, but his, wait, can I, can I finish? Yeah, can I finish? Yeah, yeah, so course, course. basically, mm -hmm. like that's what like the wife goes up first, and she talks about how she mm -hmm. was like slept with all these people, mm -hmm. and then the guy goes up and talks about how he didn't, and then the girl like gets married at the end. And yeah, that's, it's always the same thing. Like, so the girl basically gets ran through and then the guy marries her after. And I'm like, it's kind of selling dreams and like an attractive girl can get away with it. But like the average chick, it's like, but, but, but I think there's an important contextual difference, which is that Jason and his wife aren't saying like, go do this and it'll be fine. What they're yeah. saying was like, this was a horribly damaging thing to right. do. She wished she had never done it. And she mm. repented and mm. got close to Christ and like did the work to yeah. undo her scars. No, and, and if it's genuine, sure. But I just think like the, the issue like why i think a lot of times church like attracts women that like have like that are a bit slow like, i mean come on like let's just be honest like there's a reason there's catholic girls have a reputation there's a reason church girls have a reputation well i think because I think, most people think, are, who are supposedly raised in the faith aren't they're told they're well, catholic and they don't go to church I, they don't well i i think it's too because like the church kind of sells them dreams that you can do all this stuff and still have a guy waiting for you at the end and like now and the, the data just doesn't support it it's like 50 percent of women are going to be single and childless I yeah, see what, I don't you, know. I, I see I what mean, you're saying, I, I Seamus. It, it, it very much sounds like the life of sin followed by a deathbed repentance attempt at Christianity. <laughs> you know I mean? No, 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 no. Because there's a difference. There's mm -hmm. like, and this is one of the distinctions you have to make. And part of yeah. why I brought up Jason Everett is because what he said to me when I, I asked him this question on air was mm -hmm. the question you need to ask yourself is like, what could you tolerate 10 years from now in a relationship with this person? Mm -hmm. And that is going to be partially defined by that person's wounds, the things mm -hmm. that they've done in their past. So a person having a very unfortunate sexual history doesn't just or even necessarily mean that they're going to cheat on you or be promiscuous. They could end up being monogamous and faithful, but they could still end up having all sorts of scars with respect to the way they view sex, right. with the way they view the opposite sex. They could become an angry, nasty person right. because of it. And you want to know that there's someone who has worked through it. There's no denying that it is better to be a virgin, right? right. But not everyone is, and God calls people to marry non-virgins as well. Well, yeah, but I think my point is that it's like they just 
sort of sell, like I think sometimes the church sort of sells dreams to women because it's like you're kind of asking a guy, like to me something that's a bit unreasonable. Like he, why would he wait when you've slept with X amount of men like for free? Well, right? I think and, it and, tells and I never, everyone and I never, and I never see the church like like really calling out like, hey, do not marry women that aren't virgins. I've never heard like, do not, like they're red flag if she's slept with this many people. I've never really heard that. I, and so it's interesting, like they'll, I, I really don't. No, no, well, it, it, there, there's a couple different things to, to pull apart there. I mean, firstly, uh, you're. I mean, I've never heard anyone say don't marry uh, a, a non-virgin, well, at I least mean, like, like at any how, church how, sponsor how, how talk. Could, how could they? Yeah, now? like <laughs> in this day and age, that's just that's not so much a church thing as much right. as that is like this is something people won't say. One thing we do believe in is, is mm -hmm. repentance and that a person can restore yeah. themselves with the help of Christ. Uh, God can restore people if you cooperate with him. But I, I would add one detail, which is that it doesn't say like men stay a virgin, women sleep around and then get married. It tells everyone to remain right. a virgin. And it will right. also tell women, but, by the way, that like the man you're with, uh, he might have slept around. He might like have right. had struggles with a porn addiction right. or the, currently issue, struggle with it. The issue and is that's real. The issue is though, like women have so much more, like like obviously power on the sexual market. Like there's Amen. so much more opportunity to do it from a young age, right? So you're going to have women that have slept around and men that are a bit naive and they don't know how to like, like if you have a guy that's a virgin and a woman that slept with I don't know, like mm -hmm. however many people, right? Like he's going to be naive and he won't really be able to pick up on like certain red flags. I think. I, no, I look. Yeah. I, th I think and there's so, some and, truth and, in and that. I, and I think the but... church doesn't really talk about like the the baggage. Like they don't really like talk about the baggage that comes with this stuff and like warning men about predatory women because there are predatory women. I totally agree yeah. with you. Look, I totally agree with you that there are predatory women. I think it's a big statement to say the church doesn't warn people about this because I know plenty Catholics, uh, mm -hmm. plenty of Catholics who would say like, yes, yeah, stay a virgin, try to mm -hmm. marry a virgin. Mm -hmm. I also know others who would you, say it's important Catholic? to be. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm well, and I nice. Yeah. Well, I, and I also know people who would say it's good to be equally yoked, right? Like, yeah, if, if you don't think you could handle that, if you're a virgin and yeah. this person uh, has slept with a lot of people, that that is something to consider in your discernment. It's yeah. not to say like you're evil because you don't want to marry someone mm -hmm. who's not a virgin. Can, I don't think there's anything. Can we talk about what OnlyFans does to society? Because, you know, we, we were talking about this downstairs like a couple of days ago. It's basically all of these young women are deciding that they want to be prostitutes. It's just oh, like it's yeah. it's it's like a digital version of it. But it's basically the same thing. Men can subscribe to pay you money in exchange for this behavior. And there was this uh, uh, clip. It's going viral right now. I think Clown World reposted it from the whatever podcast where a woman <laughs> says that she was hooking up with a guy just to break his heart. Oh, I just watched that again today. Right? Yeah, and then yeah. and then you know the dude from whatever is like, she she says she, her, her hobby is to humble men, and he's like, and you, and someone says you're a stripper. Yeah, he says it. <laughs> yeah, and then she's like, yeah, but I take their money, and it's like, no, listen, I feel like a lot of what we're talking about, what you're describing with um, dudes who have like addictions, porn mm -hmm. addictions, yeah. and you mentioning like women getting run through or whatever, mm -hmm. and then OnlyFans and stripping is that people are doing things that are genuinely detrimental across the board throughout society, not just related to dating. Yeah. And there are people who don't want to feel bad about it because misery loves company. Yep. So they tell everybody, what you're doing is totally fine. Keep doing it, even though it's really bad. And the obvious example, the 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 actual visible example is morbid obesity. Mm -hmm. Like, we know that if you are eating and gorging yourself, you will die sooner. And we don't want that. We want you to live a long, healthy life. But the people who enjoy eating hot fudge sundaes all day, every day, don't want to stop. They're addicted. 
So instead of accepting and admitting to themselves they have a problem, they seek out validation from other people who are addicted, creating a society of people who are engaging in extremely detrimental behaviors across the board, which brings me back to OnlyFans. I, I've, I've met women who have said they've tried it and they gave up because they weren't making money. And now they have a bunch of porn online. It's everywhere. They were yeah. like, people People stole the videos, people recorded the videos, people did a whole bunch of stuff, and they made like $17 and that was it. And that, there you are, you're, you're, a, you're a prostitute forever. Never, never, you can never change it. Yeah, I mean, the, I can't remember what the average amount of money is for a woman that goes on OnlyFans, but it's not a lot. It's, I thought it was like 20 bucks or something. Yeah, it's not. I wish, I don't remember what it is, but I remember thinking like, wow, that's such a low payout but it's also sad that any amount is enough for someone to do that in this culture like but, i i think shameless women and men are very very different yeah and it is sad but consider there's tons of stories of women quitting their jobs to become prostitutes or like marrying into money i mean it's basically <sighs> similar kind of thing if you don't love the guy sure gold digging but it's it's still different to yeah. marry someone like to enter into a binding contract granted now with no fault divorce it is kind of meaningless. It used to be like, you got married, you were there till the dude died, and then, okay, Al I guess. Al Pacino's like 90, he's got a 28, nine-year-old wife or something. <laughs> and she's pregnant? Yep. Man, wild. Oh, you know, in defense of uh, OnlyFans, I think it was Eva Lovia was talking about this because she did it. Uh, you porn in the porn industry, girls, you can't guarantee that they're not 18 uh, in the porn industry. It's very difficult to vet the process. So there's a lot of child porn that gets through in that Whoa. system. Whereas on OnlyFans, it's vetted a hundred percent. So, you know, everything on there is legal and above board. I'm not, I'm not opposed to porn generally. Like I'm fairly libertarian. People can do their thing. My issue is there is a social trend among many women. There's like a story of like a nurse. Like I was a nurse making 50,000 a year and I quit. Now I make 200 doing porn. Like is is this a good thing? I I, I don't think it is. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe I I should start list, reading some more books by sex positive feminists. No, or that is the last thing that you should do. That is the Which last thing. Start first. I, I think. Yeah, well, I think, yeah. I, think, I think women lie too about how much they make because I went on the whatever podcast and there was like I don't know four or five girls that said they made over twenty k a month and I ran the numbers and it was like less than two thousand people or three thousand people in the U S make the number of like make the money they're saying they make. I'm like, what are the odds they're all on one show? I think there's some incentive yeah. to lie about it oh absolutely well yeah well yeah. That, that's also a fair point right? it because, make it. and it, yeah. it's a sad thing because because a person might <laughs> oh, be embarrassed yeah. how embarrassing to... would that be oh my gosh you put your body on the internet and you can't get 10 buyers well no, this is the this is the reality of it yeah so so there are a few yeah. there are people few people i know i know one woman who did uh cam girl stuff and she literally thought that she would be making she see these stories these here's the crazy thing these stories encourage more women to do it and it never works. So you get these women that go on these shows and say, I'm making 20K a month and they're not. And then I have a friend who's like, I'm going to try doing it. And I'm like, yeah, you probably shouldn't do that. It's not going to work out. And then when, what did she say? She said, all it was was people sending messages saying, please post for free. Please post for free. I, I want a free sample. And then she made like $17 and was like, this is this is nuts. Like, there's no money here. But now everything's out there. Well, and oh, go ahead. Well, and I, and the girl on the show, I looked at her OnlyFans. I mean, not like that. But, you know, I just wanted to see how many subscribers she had, and there, there was like no premium content. So I was like, how? Are, where are you making? She said she made 50k a month. 
so, so I'm like, it's so, not true. Well, no, I was thinking it could be like prostitution. Uh, oh, that, that yeah. was my it's thought. Like overt. Like, it's. I think. I think like OnlyFans is on prostitution. Only yeah. Well, sort of, but yeah. yeah, but I'm. I was thinking like if they don't make it through there, maybe they go through. Yeah. Well, it's it's a very sad thing because you could also imagine someone being embarrassed about that, not admitting they're not making any money, and then what they're saying to make themselves sound impressive convinces more young women to do the same thing that they're doing. So you know maybe they're making fifty dollars or they're taking it off. Like again, no amount makes that worth it, but that is um, that is really sad. Well, I got good I, news though. Mm -hmm. With AI technology, all of this industry will be wiped out, well, wiped out clean. All these women, there will not be women who are making a living doing this anymore. I, it's going to be a bunch of dudes, and they're going to be going to you know porn dot AI or whatever. I don't even know that exists. Probably real. And they're right going to be like, render me a video of like two guys and a chick, and then it's going to render the video and they're going to upload it and charge five bucks for it. But then what's going to happen is every person in the world will just buy a subscription to the porn AI bot and just tell it whatever they want. Yep. Mm. And so then women will be like, these women who are doing it now are going to be like, I can't make any money doing it anymore. Dude, porn has already caused so many problems for society. AI porn is just going to be unbearable. Dude, Dude no people, gonna people are going to go insane. You'll They're be able to change it in real insane. time. You'll be watching. You'll be like, faster, <laughs> slower, <laughs> harder. Put, a, put an ent in there <laughs> and golem. A deer walks in the room. No, but that's <laughs> the thing. Like, you're joking, but it's just going to become more I'm and more depraved because people will not do anything with it. I, I want to see Gollum and, and Frodo <laughs> with uh, Erwin. Uh, 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 What's her name? Ar you put Arwen? the one cockery. I'm sorry, did I? <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. Uh, do you think with the growing like rise of sexless men that porn is actually like helpful to society because they're not that aggressive? Maybe that typically no. happens. I think like wasn't that a conspiracy theory? And, and also like, with with do you think it keeps together sexless marriages? Uh, so if so, I would say that if it's a crutch to lean on, it actually causes far more problems than it solves. Uh, I think that like the warped understanding of sex that we have in the first place that allows for for porn to be uh, not only legal but so prolific is the same corrupt set of sexual morals that allows for things like no fault divorce mm -hmm. and for these sexless marriages to happen. So I think it's all one uh, part of the same corrupt infrastructure and we just have to do away with all of it you know you know i think i think women care substantially more about what other women think of them mm -hmm. oh yeah and so that's a big component of all all of this mm -hmm. when it comes to marriages when it comes to people who are upset there you you and maybe it's just because of of what i see in tvs and movie and what i hear from other people which are who are influenced by tvs and movie but it seems so often there's many stories of women who are like in a relationship with the husband and then they're talking mm -hmm. to their other woman friend and they say here's the thing my husband did they go oh no oh that's so bad and then they're like oh no and now i feel bad about you're, it you're absolutely right like i i've talked to so many and that's why like the trad cons will come in and be like oh just find the right girl she won't do any of like the divorce stuff you won't be in a sexless marriage just find the right girl but the thing is like women are so easily influenced like I, i'll have guys for the divorce documentary they'll have a girl she had like all the typical like check bo like boxes checked that you would want in a wife and then like she gets in the wrong group of friends and then she just divorces her husband takes the kids takes half and just ruins yep. this man's life well divorce is contagious right yeah we know that if you have a friend who's divorced you're you're more likely to get divorced i would say that it's really important like it, in our modern time we have this very like 
atomized vision of what family should be. You know, you just have two people living in a house together with their children, no extended family nearby, and you're also not part of a community that has the same values right. as you. I would say uh, if somebody wants to live a traditional life, it's not enough to find one other traditional person, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you, you probably want to be surrounded by people in a community yeah. that is more traditional where it would be an absolute scandal uh, if you ended up getting divorced. Yeah. Well, I just, I think that's going to be harder and harder with media. Absolutely. Like, and so, but the thing is, I just think... Things won't really change until they change the laws. That's my personal opinion. I think there's truth, and it's it's so like, difficult. At because least fifty fifty custody would be so like where, and maybe like something to protect men from not getting absolutely wrecked with like child support, spousal. Well, support. we should just get rid of no fault divorce. Agreed. I banish it. Like, listen, I, listen. I'd ban birth control too. This I is what think. the this, this <laughs> is, Oh my I'd, god! I'd, yeah. This, would, yes. And I just take away repeal this, the nineteenth. <laughs> this is what what feminists are arguing. When we we did a segment on no fault divorce, and then they started ragging on us, and they gave. Seamus's quote to Ian. Ian, it was one of my best quotes ever. And they gave yeah. it to even Cro Ian Crossland. <laughs> even yeah. Crossland. Even Crossland. Even so Crossland got a good quote. No, what they're arguing is that marriage is now better because women and men can both of them can just leave whenever they want. That's what makes a marriage that's, better. That's literally not marriage. Yeah. So my point is, okay, fine. Here's here's what I want to say to all of those feminists. Whatever it is you have now, let's keep it exactly the way it is but we'll create something called super marriage. <laughs> and if after you're married, you decide to enter a super marriage, now you can't get divorced without a valid reason. Problem solved. Yeah, I, I mean, look, I agree with you that we need to end no-fault divorce. I said this, this is one of the things that Jezebel was so uh, horrified by that they quoted it and gave the quote to Ian Crossland. <laughs> but pe people talk about how many marriages fail. And if, you know, if we had no, we removed no fault divorce, so many people would be stuck in these marriages. All right. What they don't consider is that people are less cautious about who they choose to marry because divorce is an option. And also because we live in a culture where people do have sex before they're married, they end up being blinded by the sex. They don't evaluate the person objectively. They end up become mm. becoming bonded by all the chemical reactions that happen in their brain when they have sex with somebody. And so you end up making really bad decisions. And people say, well, if we change the cultural paradigm, what what about all these people who made these bad decisions? There's going to be fewer of them. There will be fewer people making those kinds of decisions. I, I was going to answer your question um, about porn and if it's... Because oh, what okay. I think it is doing is... Uh, and I'd love to talk more about no-fault divorce too. It <laughs> burns my mind almost every day. Um <laughs> that I think it is helping young people get their aggression out. Uh, maybe it's 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 winding tighter and tighter and tighter until it explodes. Mm. But a lot of times young sexless men, they just get put into the military to go kill. Mm -hmm. And I, I ha I'm not seeing that now. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's drastic in the other direction, you might argue, that mm -hmm. nobody or hardly anybody wants to go fight. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's de completely depleted the maybe, testosterone of the youth. Maybe we need enforced monogamy. Mm -hmm. Actually, I have, a, I have another question. So the more the more women have been in charge of their own mate selection, the more partners we've had. So is there something about women that's actually not monogamous? Well, no, because I think what you're touching, I mean, Cause, those, cause, those things are correlated, right? right. So um, that's correlated with the advent of reliable methods of artificial contraceptive. Mm -hmm. uh, and even, no, like, but, even but when you started, had arranged... It started before, like the birth rate started to decline before it actually, like, because a lot of people think it was the 60s, but it's actually been declining since the 1800s. Mm. And in 1920, like we, we do see a dip in the birth rate. And like they, they attribute that to women like living in an apartment outside, like by herself, where before she would go straight from like her parents' house to her husband's house. Oh, wow. So, so it's interesting, like when you think about it, like yeah. it did, like women... Like, like then began to have more partners sexually. So it's like, it seems like we, like throughout history, like they've just been trying to like keep women from like not to be whores. So you're saying that women like, should be allowed to own property? 
<laughs> do I actually have never thought about that question? Um, the I, well, answer is I think no, that by there's the way, <laughs> maybe. I, I think well, so. I, I like it. I don't know. I haven't thought about it, but <laughs> I think that what's been pretty well understood by basically every culture through all of history is like men are going to try to have sex, right? Men are going to try right. to persuade women to have sex with them, and so societies have understood that we need to get women to be really good at saying no to this. Uh, or else everyone's just going to be having sex outside of marriage. You're going to have a lot of illegitimate children, um, a lot of infanticide and abortion, which is what ended up happening. Uh, that's, that's, that's actually not hyperbolic. If you look at ancient Rome, the more sexually licentious people came, the more infanticide there was. I mean, it's a reality. Do you I, think I want to... Oh, do you, at that point... Do you think it would be better for you or just for women in general to have like three kids with three different phenomenal dudes or <laughs> three kids with one guy? I would say three kids with one guy. <laughs> then I, I, well, I guess, I guess you have to... If you think about it... For from like a gene perspective, you probably get better like quality genes. I'd imagine if you said they're mm. like high, but like for yeah, like for a society, no, like the that, one. That's <laughs> like saying let me let me try different guys, three different guys, because one of the kids will succeed instead of being like let's just have kids together and raise I'm, them. Right. I'm not. I'm just. I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm like. I, I guess, wanna, I guess well, they could say that. I want to jump to this. Good man's hard to find. You're gonna find three, and then they're all gonna be with the same woman. <laughs> it's, like, it's ridiculous. Right. Well, they're not good guys. Though. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm let's, saying. Let's jump to the story. I want to. I want to pull up the story from the New York Post because I, I love this making women look dumb is a new disturbing podcast trend and I'd of like course to get, i'd like to get my of course here <laughs> here's uh here's a picture from the whatever podcast and there's uh mary morgan from oh. uh pop culture crisis they're sitting with the crew there's and then destiny you've got uh, right. destiny hanging out Melina and uh you know why I, I i take issue with this article because if the whatever podcast has mary on the show and she is based and very smart how are they making women look dumb when they have women on who also criticize other women and they criticize each other. Like so so who are they arguing is being made to look dumb? Are they arguing the women he brings on are making Mary look dumb, making you Pearl look dumb? I would like to say I was very offended when I saw this. Because they didn't include my podcast in it. I don't know why my picture wasn't there too. I just but yeah. but I actually I think you're right though. I think it's stupid. Like women make themselves look stupid. I didn't do shit. Like well, I've so I've I've made fun of the whatever podcast. Like I did a cartoon about it. I understand why it exists. I do understand that. These oh wait, women are was out that there. your cartoon? Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was me. Yes, yes, that was me. Oh, that was so funny. Thank you. I'm, I'm really glad you enjoyed that. That was. Uh, but I, I think that my my view of it, and maybe it's changed a little bit uh, recently. Actually, is you have this podcast and these young women who kind of are, are very young and they just regurgitate whatever the culture tells them goes on this show. And then you have a guy who's in his thirties who obviously knows better because he's a guy in his thirties and he explains to them that they're wrong. And then it gets clipped and it goes viral and it's like, look at this uh, dumb girl. One thing I was actually very, I'll say. Um, impressed by maybe something that made me feel a little optimistic was that when the roles were reversed and Lila Rose was on that show and her as like a good traditionalist woman, she was arguing with a man who was trying to justify sleeping around. Pretty much everyone in the comments was on her side. And every clip I saw of that video was people praising her. And so it does look like even though the targets are usually women, what people on this who are watching these podcasts are upset about uh, is the sexual revolution and its consequences. And they don't like when people kind of engage in these rationalizations for this type of behavior yeah yeah I think you know it, you know what it is funny thing uh i will point out though a trend on instagram is for women to make fake podcast clips have you noticed this no no on instagram <laughs> female influencers will buy these microphones and then they'll say something that <laughs> that's genius <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Really it'll be a clip where they'll, they'll, it'll just be them talking to one and they'll say something like 
I think that men should be good providers. And too many women, you know, insert opinion. And that's the end of the clip. And it's got a million views. Why do I even do my whole hour-long so, podcast? So Why do we do this, Tim? Let's just make clips. Let's make fake shorts for YouTube. Oh, you know my crazy? gosh. I think that the older women are more delusional. That's how, my opinion. How so? Well, it's like, I just think they're dumber on my show. Hold on. When you say older women, do you mean older women or like older women who are single? Because that's also two separate categories, right? Mm, I mean, I'd say the majority of people that go on the shows are single. Mm. Can, can, so, but like, I thought it, you were going to say are dumb. But I just want to point well, this out. But I, I would just... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Finish your point. Finish your point. I, would, I would just say that I think that the older women are more delusional on my show. Mm. And I think that's a lot of times like why men date younger. Because they're like thinking they'll be like better when they're older. But they're, they're just as delusional. So look at this. New York Post says, while OnlyFans model Nicolette Nicole admitted that her appearance on the podcast was to bolster her own following, she told Vice, the clips were definitely chosen to create controversy and make her look dumb oh. and shamer. No, no, no. The only thing I want to point out is calling somebody on OnlyFans a model. <laughs> <laughs> no, but do you know what makes me mad? Okay, because what the girls will do is they'll go on the show and then after they'll play victim, like, oh, boo hoo, mm. poor me. They've done this on my show so many times where like they'll come on and then they'll, 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 sometimes say out straight out misandristic statements and then go back later and say, oh, I'm a victim, blah, blah, blah. When it's like, if you say dumb shit, like there's so many women that go on these shows and don't go viral and don't say stupid right. shit and actually go viral for the right reasons. But if you go viral for saying something stupid, that's like your, that's your own fault. Well, that's the thing they say. Uh, so the the article that's being cited by the New York Post is Vice, and their subhead is the whatever podcast is bait. You can stop falling for it. N no, it isn't. They had Lila Rose and Mary Morgan on that show. Where are the clips making fun of them? They're not. In fact, the clips are praising them. The clip of Lila went viral because she was like telling a guy off and then people were like, wow, she's very smart. Well, even she, like she wasn't telling him off. He was trying to tell her off and right. she was just very calmly like stating her position. And this the clip was that went really viral agitated. was praising her. Yes. Like, What's well, really happening. In the comments was praising And it's funny because I saw one of these red pill channels post it to try to shame her. They're like, oh, this woman tries to tell this alpha what's what. But all of the comments on their channel were like, no, she's right. Like, yeah. this guy's completely wrong. What Vice is actually doing is saying, stop making us look dumb because we're dumb. Well, it's, they, 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 they're, no, no, no. They're saying stop making the sexual revolution look bad. Because if this was a bunch of left wing men talking down to women who were trad wives and saying you're an idiot who's missing out on what you should be doing in life, they would say this podcast is great yep you think yep. do you think that it's women should be like i think what happens a lot of people get offended is the thought that a woman is supposed to be raising kids your you are your job in life is to be a wife and a mother and like not everybody wants that i mean maybe you might maybe people will argue that every woman deep down does want that the majority of women do want that, I would say. I, I think uh, they surveyed childless women or like, and it was like 80% or something, 85% said they wanted kids. I can't remember the actual study. I think the issue is like they can't find the right guy to have kids with or the guy that they want. Mm. And, and like that, and usually when I like I talk to girls on the show, they'll say like, "Oh, I'm happy single," or "I'm happy not having kids." And I like if I ask further questions and say like, "What about if you found like the guy that meets all your criteria?" And the majority of the time, they'll say yes. Yeah, I, I remember. Uh, I just want to mention this. I was at a, a bar with my my uncle and my cousin were visiting, and so we were all at the bar. And her and I were the same age, so we must have been like 22, 23 at the time. And we're talking to this bartender who's probably in her 40s. And my cousin says, you know, I'm like never going to have kids. And the bartender's like, how old are you? 
She's like, I'm 22. <laughs> and the bartender goes, shut up. Stop. He's like, shut up. You're 22. You have no idea what you want. No, 22-year-olds uh, should. They, That's I the agree problem. that they should, but in this culture, they don't. And if someone is telling you, like, I know I don't want to have kids, here's the thing. If they're not saying, I will sacrifice having a family and sacrifice having children because there is a broader, noble goal, which I wish to achieve, then, okay, I think that's a person who probably does know what they want and can take you can take seriously. But if they're saying, I know in my early 20s, I don't want to have kids and it's for selfish reasons, okay, this is just someone who's immature. That's yeah. not like a well-thought-out life plan. That's, I want to do things that make me feel good instead of thinking about what I can contribute. I learned pretty early on that to not use terms, say I'll never do something or I'll always do something. Mm -hmm. It's just, it always fails. No, it's just not very effective. Remember that, video, uh, remember that video of the of the kids in like the 50s, they're being asked about war or whatever and they sound like adults. I know. Because like, well, it used to be, to war, right? right. It used to be that kids were surrounded by adults and learned very quickly how to socially interact what was and what wasn't. Now, kids do nothing for five years. We put them in front of iPads or computer screens and they watch Elsa and other nonsense. Then they go to kindergarten where they dance around with pride flags. Then they get institutionalized and learn garbage nonsense. For, like They don't learn real world things. Then finally, by the time they're 22, they get out of college, having been institutionalized their whole lives and they don't know how to operate in the real world. Yeah, it's because it's not a biological problem. I mean, it might be an endocrine system problem, but I'm looking Culture. at I look online and I'm like, OK, there are so many hot girls. There are so many hot girls online. I watch whatever. I watch all these. And I'm like, these are beautiful young women, prime candidates for motherhood. Like, and where, why are they not having kids? What is going on? You know what the number one, like, indicator, I forgot what, what the status, but it's basically like the birth rate goes down when women go to college. So like women start having like less children when they started going to college. And yeah. it's and and they also when mate selection was more in the woman's hands, basically what happened when it became more in the woman's hands. The yeah, birth because because like in the 20s, that was when women started to get their own apartment. So like before they would go straight from the dad to the husband. And like then women like started to go get like the roaring 20s, right? They, they started getting their own apartment and like they then had more control of their mate selection. And like when women have more control of their mate selection, they go for a smaller and smaller percentage of guys where it's like, you know, I mean, why would they keep the bad boy away when they say like, get that guy away from my daughter? Because they, they like the dad knew he's not going to stick around. But women, it's like we're just so stupid when it comes to mate selection. Just because you work, not you personally, but work with emotions instead of. Yeah. Instead of logic. Yeah. Um, so and, and it's also like, I don't think we have a good grasp of like our league. Like I think women often sleep out of their league. Well, that, that that's, that's the factually true though. Yeah. So the, like all of the uh, scientific research and, and uh, mm -hmm. dating data yeah. show that women always go for the most attractive men, but right. they tend to be able to because men have a wider range of willingness of a like women have a very tight range of their willingness to sleep and men have a very wide range. Right. So what happens is it's something like what, like the bottom 60% of guys are just like left out of it. Mm -hmm. And then it's mostly the top 20% of guys who are sleeping with all of the women. Yeah, well, and, and the other thing, they, they'll always say, oh, well, dating apps aren't real life. But that's the number one way people are meeting under 30. Hmm. True. Yeah. Dude, so, those things are depression. Have you ever used those things? The dating, dating apps? apps? No, not really. Man, I started <laughs> to do it for market research because I was building minds in the social app. We were like, yeah. let's maybe do a Tinder thing. And then I got addicted to it. I met a girl on it. And it was like, just, I'm like, Look why I'm judging these people by the way they look. It's the most mm -hmm. superficial crap. And yeah. I felt sick, depressed afterwards. Well, I mean, it's honest. I think most guys, it starts with looks. You know, kind of, but it's like the sound of their voice and the way they smell well, is a big dude's part Dudes just it go on and swipe right on every single woman. <laughs> because there's like, the, the, I, was, I was reading uh, uh, data on 
how men and women use these apps differently. Mm -hmm. Women go on dating apps and then swipe right on guys they find attractive and then get messages from every single guy. Mm -hmm. And then guys go on there and swipe on every single girl, mm -hmm. hoping one of them matches with them. Right. Well, think about it. Like women swipe right 5% of the time. Mm -hmm. Guys, just like there's a video where a guy's 60. going like, wow, 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 yeah, just like, like swiping like, everything. It's like between 40 and 60%. Depends on the time on the of day. App. If it's after 1 a.m., it's probably going to be like <laughs> 70 or 80% because I'm in a desperate mode. I'm not anymore. Yeah. But at the time I was, that was, uh, yeah. you know, but, but it's interesting on because women like pick non-monogamy in our 20s and then pick monogamy in our 30s when you think about it. But that, but that's obvious. You know why? Like it's getting harder for the woman as she gets older. So now she's like, I yeah. need, I need a guy who's not going to go anywhere. Right? Yeah. But that, but again, like, so when you have a culture like ours, where the the sexual revolution has just completely destroyed the relationship between both sexes, that seems to be what tends to happen. But like in most traditional cultures, that's not the case, right? Like people settle down early, they get married. Women are known for straying mm -hmm. less often than than men do. And so this is part of what I was emphasizing earlier. This is why, and I believe Fulton Sheen even said this, like. Uh, a society's value can be measured by the value of its women because mm -hmm. the men are always going to want to sleep around. The question is, uh, are women going to be the gatekeeper and say, well, like, no, we're, we're not having sex unless we're married, unless you can provide a stable uh, home and, and family for myself and for our children. And you're actually going to stick around. Mm -hmm. I guess there's a diminishing return to raising psychopaths. Like if you'd have a lot of kids that were all horrible humans, mm -hmm. that would be worse than having very few kids that were phenomenal humans. But then there comes a point where it's like population risk you might lose the human population if you don't have enough kids so it's better to just churn them out but like I, I think that in order to like is it better or worse in other societies where they didn't have a sexual revolution the thing is we have it's coming. well no society it's has coming. survived a sexual revolution. i know i think it's coming everywhere i think like with social media like I, I and i get messages from guys all over the world saying okay like feminism is coming and you have places that were typically like more traditional like india has a one percent divorce rate and i get messages all the time like saying that under 30 and i don't know the exact step but under 30 like the divorce rate is rising because mm. western ideas are going everywhere in my opinion, most places, I think, like, I think it's going, I, I don't want it to get bad. Like, I don't want it to get worse. But if I had to predict it, I think, like, you will see women getting more modern. Have you, well, seen, you, have know, you seen the psychological operations the military has been doing? No. They get like a 20 year old, like e-girl. And then they have her make an account where she's talking about how great it is to be in the army or the navy or whatever to get simps to join. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. oh my goodness. Yep. Well, psychological this operations. With what Pearl's saying about how in countries that were more traditional, you see an increase in these abnormal lifestyle choices. This is the one form of colonization and imperialism that the left is very, very comfortable with. If we went into these countries and we destroyed their temples or took their gold, the left would be very upset, and rightfully so. But instead, what we're doing is exporting ideas that literally destroy these people's families, and it's praised, it's celebrated. But I wonder if you were able to pull, because now we're in the age of, of revealment, you know, the revelation, we're in, we're in the, the apocalypse, essentially. We're seeing the thoughts of people now that we didn't used to see, so yeah, we're seeing the misery of the unmarried, but... If we had seen into the minds of people in 1938, would they be miser just as miserable or more because they were getting beat by their husbands? Like Sean Connery's but like, this is no, I reject no, this no, analysis think, that men were all just beating yeah. their wives. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, well, that's a wave of propaganda that they did in like the 40s. I can't, I can't remember when they did it. There's this 
girl who like breaks it down really well. Her name's Rachel Wilson. She wrote the book Occult Feminism. But the propaganda, like it was mainly propaganda, this idea that like men were beating their wives left and right. Like they, it's a wave of propaganda that was like between the 40s and the 60s, I think. Oh, and so like you, you have men. Prop. Yeah. Well, you obviously have always had men who were bad people. There have been horrible human beings throughout all of history. And yes, the man is the head of the household. So he's an authority. And sometimes people abuse their authority. That doesn't mean you do away with authority, right? That doesn't mean authority is illegitimate. And so, yeah, there have always been animals who beat well, their wives. The idea that that is inherent to or inherent to the family structure and to male headship in the home is a leftist lie. Well, it's complete nonsense. Inherent only to marriages where you can't escape if the woman's bound and no one's going to take her word for it kind of thing. Well, but if you're in a traditional, all right, so, so there's a couple ways to approach this. Firstly, if you're in a traditional community where people are near their family and friends, if you married my sister and you're beating her, or you married my daughter and you're beating her. Like people had larger families. She had a lot of brothers. She had a dad. She had other men who were interested in protecting her. Like There were very serious social incentives to not be that kind of person if you had it in you to be that kind of person. The idea that men were going, ah, oh, we're in the patriarchy, so I'm okay if my sister's husband beats her or my my daughter's husband beats her. It's Sorry, total it's nonsense. It's called the patriarchy law. Yeah, it's, it's complete nonsense. The rule of thumb. That, is, that has always been one of the most universally detested behaviors by men. Nothing makes men angrier uh, than woman beaters, other than maybe uh, sexual abusers and people men, who abuse men children. Men fantasize about stopping villains and protecting women and children. Yes. It's like every action movie ever. It's Spider-Man trying to save Mary Jane and a school bus full of children. Mm -hmm. And then there are bad guys who do bad things. Mm -hmm. And yeah. what feminists would have you believe is that what men really fantasize about is being that villain who wants to hurt women. It's nonsense. Yeah, it is completely. I bet a lot of the violence of the 1900s comes from like post-war to mm -hmm. guys coming back from the war and being coming an alcoholic and just a mad aggression, mm -hmm. unfocused aggression. Were you about to say something? Yeah. I don't remember. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. That's ago. a good it's a good guy. I was like, I'm stomping on this one. <laughs> but like the idea that feminists were the ones who came around and told us that woman beating is bad is the most insane yeah. nonsense. Right. Well, I, I can't remember who I was talking to, but they someone was talking about how there's like a rape culture. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I, I worked with somebody uh, and she asked me, how many of your friends are okay with rape? And I was like, like what, do you, what do you mean? And she was like, like, how many of the guy friends you know are like cool with it? And I was like, Zero. None? What are yeah. you talking about? She was like, come on, really? Yeah. And then I was like, what? Are you kidding? Do you actually think that guys in this world are all joking and laughing about mm -hmm. this stuff? And then she said, we live in a rape culture that promotes no. it. I said, no. what are you talking about? Law and Order SVU has been on for like 20 years. And the whole premise of the show is that it's especially heinous. Mm -hmm. And we're trying desperately to stop it. Well, and again, they've also expanded the de definition of rape and sexual assault. Mm -hmm. So so it's like the like what what is sexual assault? Like that, that can include like a guy grabbing a girl's butt at yeah. a bar. Is that the same thing as like it, what you would think? Yeah, it's 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 not, a, it's, a, like it's, it's assault. Right. Yeah, it's, it's assault, but it's not and, the same and as the a rape, other and right. the but other it's still thing. Very wrong. And the other thing they don't talk about is in family court. Family in court is not based on evidence. It no, is not, not. It is not innocent until proven guilty. Mm -hmm. It is based on a balance of probabilities, and it's again. It's, I think it's different state by state here, but I I know that a lot of U.S. like um, family courts, it's the same. In the U.K., this is how they do it. So it's basically it's more likely you did it than you didn't, but it's not based on evidence. Right. Hmm. So oh, so a lot up. so a lot of times what'll happen, and I, I interview these guys is like their their entire reputation is ruined in these communities. That's so mm -hmm. one these women, and, and the crazy thing is, oh my gosh, these guys um like they'll be married right and the woman will go to the women's shelters and 
at the women's shelters, like it's basically a business. So they'll tell the women what to say based on your background. So, you know, you're Irish. So they might say, okay, he's a drunken Irish or something, something like that. And the women and with one phone call can get a restraining order on the guy. And typically he can't even like, like, and with that one phone call, he can be kicked out of the house he pays for. He's still paying for a mortgage on it. And she can also take the children. So with one phone call, she can do that. And it takes like, it, it can take some of the guys it took them up for, to a year to even go to court about mm -hmm. this. Yep. And now, and, like, without your and, children. and now in the UK, the other thing is they are paid to, they get a free lawyer if they accuse a guy of sexual assault, rape or abuse in court. So what will happen is all these guys will be known as an abuser or sexual assault, yep. like rape. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you can say on here. Rapist. And these, and these communities. And it's like the women have all the power. They can do this with one phone call and it's not based off of evidence. Have you guys heard about what's going on with Bam Margera? No, yes. a little bit. Yeah. So uh, apparently the story is he hasn't seen his kid in months. Yeah. And his argument and his lawyers argue that it's arbitrary that he's being denied access to his son under some argument about the safety of the child. But he's he's he was he's arguing like there's no risk to the child at all. This is this is ridiculous. She's just keeping from my kid. So he's having a breakdown. He's getting depressed. He says he cries every day. And so he calls his family and says, you're keeping me from my son. And then apparently he said, this is what they reported, that he said he would smoke crack till he, till he died if he didn't get to see his kid. Yeah. So they sent the cops after him and the cops 5150 him. Yep. Meaning they like, took him to an institution. They involuntarily in institutionalized no. him. Because like, dude, yeah. if you deprive a man of his child and he becomes extremely depressed and says, Let, give me back my son. Like they make movies about this with Harrison Ford. You know what I mean? Like yeah. well, instead they're like, lock him up. I, I spoke to a guy for the documentary the other day. The wife is um, treating the kid as gender binary or gender oh, no. neutral. Yes. And there's nothing he can do about it. Yeah, she's abusing her child. What? What's yeah. that situation? Um, his name's Harrison. The Daily Wire covered it. Harrison. Did wait? Did you donate to his cause? Is this in Canada? I actually think you. He told me you did. I don't. Did I? Harrison T something T. Yeah, I probably did. Yeah, yeah, but like no, it I was did? in California. Okay, okay. What I, was I, the GoFundMe? Did I give there's that a money? guy? Yeah, named James I, I think younger? I think he told me you did. Not younger. Tell, tell us more. No, but basically like his um his no, it would be a good send to go. His ex girlfriend was like raising the kid as like non binary, and like he's just spent all this money trying. He still doesn't have primary custody. Even though she's literally, and there's nothing he can do about it. This do, is not Jets. Yeah, do, do you, do you yeah guys, you should you guys should donate to this in the chat because he's actually really nice. He's super nice, and you can tell. Oh yeah, much, yeah, you can tell I how did. much he like loves his his son. Uh, I did. I so this is a a give send go help yeah. a single father fight for a son. I gave him ten thousand dollars. And this is like this Sweet. is what a father's supposed to do, right? He's trying to fight for his child, right? But uh, it's so interesting because a lot of the trad cons will be like, oh well, why don't men just like fight for their kids? Mm -hmm. And it's like. Well, if you saw what they have to go through, like a yeah. lot of guys go bankrupt because again, with that one phone call, she, he's paying for a mortgage that he's not even living in. Like, cause the, the house is still in his name. So he's paying a mortgage on a house that is like, he's not, he's kicked mm -hmm. out of because mm -hmm. of the restraining order. Then before, this is before court even happens, he can be on child support and the entire community thinks he's an abuser. And a lot of these guys have lost their, his jobs, their, their jobs, because like, I, I yep. mean, if, if you're, all your friends eat, sometimes your family mm -hmm. thinks you're an abuser right mm -hmm. like you're gonna go kind of crazy yeah and, well, and so like a lot of times these guys now they're unemployed now they're in a ton of debt and there's nothing they can do and this is right. when a lot of guys zero out and they kill themselves it's very sad and and i think um i think that is one explanation like a lot of people they they fight until they can't anymore like as a traditionalist conservative i don't know that I, i've ever heard anyone say 
that about someone who like literally couldn't fight anymore. They if they did, that's like a callous uh, approach to it. Well, no, because what they'll do is they'll look at the stat that says like men, like the men that fight for their kids get custody, but oh. they don't like, and so they'll oh, say, well, why don't I men just fight for their kids? And it's like, okay, yeah, but the average guy doesn't have a hundred thousand mm. dollars to spend to get custody of nope. his children. Yeah. Interesting. So we'll, we'll, just, yeah, and then the lawyers will tell him this, like, because it's kind of if you're, you're a lawyer, lose, yeah, yeah, because it's it's a tough like it's tough for guys to win unless the mother is like there's something wrong with her so the cases that do go to court like typically there's something wrong even with the then, woman even then there was a case of that that little boy that was eventually killed by his mother they gave her custody because she's in the, the mother UK, and they right? were I, no 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 that was in the united states oh, and okay. it was clear that she was addicted to meth etc and yeah. all these things and they still gave her custody because again like you said it's just based on probabilities and those probabilities in this case was an unusual case and like i think literally the day or a day after they gave it back to her she she had killed the boy so the i i spoke there's one guy in the documentary in the uk a very similar mm. case I've heard of many cases. Uh, yeah, there's a very similar case yeah, yeah, yeah. in the UK, and this guy, um, he, his um, friends, like this was the kid who dies, like like best friend, and the government just took the kid. They yeah. didn't even give it back no, to the dad. Yeah. The government no just took asked. the kid. We're gonna go to super chats, but uh, I will add, I I actually forgot that I that I donated to that guy, but uh, I saw his story and and I was I was moved by it, and I also you know wanna wanna help, so I donated ten thousand dollars. Uh, I've also donated ten thousand dollars to uh, uh, an activist to push back on uh, child sex change laws and to help fight against it. I'm saying this now because I guess my question for everybody is: I didn't mention that I did this, and I don't know if I should or shouldn't. You know what I mean? No, like, dude, don't don't mention that stuff, man. You're the Dark Knight. <laughs> the Dark but, Knight but that's, rises. That's, that's baby. the question. Like with, with the gift send to go for that guy, it's like publicly you can see my name, but nobody wrote about it. Nobody said yeah. anything about it. With Daniel Penny, it was big news, and everybody was putting my name on top. And mm -hmm. that one, I said I did. But for this uh, this activist fighting against the, the the child sex change stuff, and for this guy fighting for his kid, I just didn't say anything about it. I just like did it. And but I'm wondering if people think that it would be good if I did. I. <laughs> Like, I, I, don't, I don't want it to be like, ah, oh, look look at me, look how great I am. But maybe it might be like, hey, look, there's a big impact happening. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I'm curious. It's weird think. to be like, look how much I donated. I get that. But it's good to spread awareness for the cause itself. So sometimes it's worth, you know, expressing it. Or yeah, well, no, I think it's like, if you do it, like, I think it inspires other people to do it too. Mm -hmm. I think you should say something when you do. When I do? I, I think, yeah. Well, yeah I, I, I think people know, like, you're a nice guy. I don't think you're trying to, like, flash your money in people's, you know. <laughs> right. Well, I also think, too, it's it's like, just understand we run a successful company here and I think that the money we make should go towards things that are good and we put our money where our mouth is. So yeah. like yeah. donating to this guy to fight for his kid, I think is exactly what people ex people would, would want their money to be doing. Yeah. And a lot of the money that we get like advertising and stuff like that and a portion of it is memberships. Obviously a lot of it's going for infrastructure and things like that. But I'm just like, I don't know. I kind of feel like that's what we should be doing with it. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah. And, he's, and he's so like, I could just tell how bad, like he spent so much money trying to get his kid. And I could just tell like how happy he was to finally have like, I think he's 50, 50 custody now, oh, but he, legit. yeah, 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 yeah. But he, he like, that. um, and I, I could just see how like much, so people should donate. Dang, Cause he's actually, Tim. he's really nice. He's going to be in the documentary. Wow. So let's talk about some super chats here. So smash that like button, subscribe to the channel and head over to timcast.com. Because the members-only Uncensored show will get a bit more spicy and not so family-friendly because then we're going to talk about more family issues. And uh, again, TimCast.com, click join us. It'll be up at about 10 p.m. And uh, we'll be live. Then uh, you can even call in and ask questions. All right. Belly Flop says, hear me out. Presidents don't have term limits, but every year or two they can be voted out. 
Keep good ones in as long as possible. Remove the bad ones ASAP. Current two-term system is antimatter. Interesting. I see. When it comes to this this question of, of of term limits and also how we modify the presidency, I'm not sold on this idea. But one interesting idea I have heard is one six-year term, so they don't have to worry about re-election. They also don't have as much time in office, but they're also not spending time campaigning. Right. I think that's right, pretty right, interesting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then some of like their policies will actually take into uh, so you'll be able to see some of the early effects of those policies, as opposed to like you'll see it in the beginning of the next person that then takes over if they if they get voted out for other things. They're not and not related at all. I agree with that. It's yeah. actually a good idea. Yeah. All right. Let's read this. I'm not your buddy guy. Says Idris Elba couldn't play James Bond. He isn't suave enough. Like Jason Statham. He could play generic action hero. Now, Henry Cavill could play James Bond. You are correct, sir. Mm. I, I completely agree with what you're saying, and I, and I see it. I was saying earlier, like, I didn't care if it just able to play James Bond. A lot of people are concerned about race swapping. The Little Mermaid flopped, and I yeah. think a component of why it flopped is the, the race swap, mm -hmm. because people aren't going to feel the nostalgia seeing a character they don't recognize. Mm. Whereas with James Bond, they change the actor all the time. However, you make a really good point. Idris Elba is, I think, a fantastic actor and a great action star and has done incredible roles, but he doesn't have that smarmy bit that James yeah. Bond does. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. you know, James Bond, call it suave. He's smug, yeah. Yeah, he's got that smugness to him, like, shaken, not stirred. Mm -hmm. I'm a, so special, I want my drink made just for me. Yeah. As, a, as a part of a minority group, uh, Gingers. Redhead? I was, I yeah, I knew very, you were going to say was, that. Yeah. I was very sad that they took out the red hair, because that's always what I was for Halloween as a child. <sighs> I yeah. know, I know. It's weird. There is a, a weird <laughs> redhead erasure thing. All my redhead friends have been telling me about the like. It's always a redhead character who gets recast. I know. <laughs> All right, Hillbillary. Like, no good. No, I was just gonna say ginger representation. Bring it back. <laughs> Hillbillary Clinton says, "I'd like to think that the beavers are tired of us and are ready to end it all and flood the earth again." <laughs> Is that what the beavers split the earth the first time? <laughs> I love the implication just again. <laughs> no, 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 no. Again, you don't understand. Again. The beavers are the how and not the why. Ah, uh, of course, right. of course. Yeah. Yeah. So so when God flooded the earth, you have to understand how the flood happened. Yeah. He beavers had beavers. Yeah. <laughs> he made the beavers do it. The the see, we're not the, the earth is not like the world is on the back of a turtle. It's a gigantic valley surrounded by big beaver dams. Beavers, it's true. That's right. That's and the, the beavers, firmament. <laughs> the firmament is a bunch of beaver dams. And they could just choose to... Uh, the great beavers what? that build a firmament. <laughs> they become too displeased. Frozen sticks. Oh, man. The quartering says, I'm just here to remind people about coffee brand coffee Father's Day gift boxes are running out and learn how to finally find a wife from Pearl. Can we that, just talk about the quartering for a minute? Coffee guy, brand coffee. awesome. <laughs> Quartering's awesome. Coffee, yeah, coffee brand are you guys, coffee. Are you are you guys your fans? Oh yeah, yeah I'm a big yeah, fan yeah. of Jeremy. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, and, and I'm saying coffee brand coffee as many times as possible because he paid for it. Do you know? <laughs> do you guys get along? No, he's always tweeting at me. Oh, oh, you guys should do a show or something. He's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, he's about as based like uh, straightforward as you can get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I would if he was nicer to me on Twitter. All right, but Jeremy. He's just, he's quite rude. Go. Yeah, that's the problem with text is there's no context yeah. and tone is lost. Yeah, well, I mean, he's insulted my looks a couple times. Oof. That was pretty rude. Well, that's not nice. <laughs> yeah. Did you insult him? No, well, then, I never insulted then, him. Then you should tell everyone to buy Casper coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't. We'll, uh, we'll buy We'll buy Casper ads on your channel. Mm. All right, Jeremy. <laughs> be nicer on Twitter, man. The world right. is your oyster. Montana Gibson says, Tim, please get this out. I work for Adams Beverage, who delivers BL products for AL and NC. Is that Bud Light? Yeah. They want me to finish my conscious inclusion training, and I'm not going to do it. Would love some advice on what to do if they fire me. I would, 
I, if I were you, I would um, write down, take notes of everything, whatever the conscious inclusion training is, and then bring it to a lawyer. It's uh, often what you'll find with these inclusivity trainings is they're overtly racist. They'll say like white people do this thing and white people think this. Yeah. And not only that, many of these trainings will show stereotypes of Mexicans, Asians and black people. Yep. And the, their intention is to be like, don't stereotype them. Some people think this about Mexicans. And then doing that is racist because like you could then go to the EOC and say, you know, no one was saying anything about this particular racial group and these things until they brought everyone into a room, made them sit down and watch a video explaining to them how to make fun of people based on race. And I think that alone is violating like businesses should not be able to go to you and be like, here's what some people think about this race. Mm. But they've done that. <laughs> so it really just depends on what that uh, training has. And, you know, talk to a lawyer. What do we got here from Raymond G. Stanley Jr.? He says, question, Tim, as we move as we move to forward the line, we're starting to fight fire with fire. The cult would attack Popo Department online. Would it be wrong for us to do the same for the reading PD? You mean like activist stuff, like criticizing them and sending emails and everything? Like you should definitely do uh, uh, phone calls. Like the, the you guys hear about the Christian guy who got uh, arrested for preaching? I don't know. So. Uh, it was this in Canada. Uh, no, it, it was in Pennsylvania. Because I've heard of it happening in Canada. But it was in Pennsylvania and there was yeah, a pride rally. It's been about time. And a couple of guys were holding up. One guy was holding up a sign that had like, it said, God, um, what did it say? I mean, you guys might know. He was about to say something like, God is not the one who spreads confusion or something like mm -hmm. that. Maybe you know the quote. Is that? Uh, I didn't see. I mean, I, I didn't he got, see. He got arrested for preaching. The cop oh, told okay. him, stop saying this or else. And he was like, it's a public sidewalk and I can say these things. And the cop arrested him. <laughs> yep. So definitely, I think you should criticize the Redding. Uh, is it Redding or Reading? I don't know. It was Damon yeah. Atkins is the guy that got arrested. Is that his name? Yeah. Preacher. Yeah. Yep. I think and it's crazy. I'm like, if you are a classical liberal, this should be like alarm bells in your head. Well, the guy was standing on a public sidewalk and he yelled, God is not. And they grabbed him and arrested him. Right. You are allowed to stand on a street corner with a sign and protest. Dude, the Christian right literally predicted everything that's happening right now. Or did everything. they manifest it? No, I, we didn't manifest it, bro. Uh, <laughs> this is like what's happening right here is actually a political cartoon. Like somebody could have made this as a political cartoon 10 years ago mm -hmm. where it's two panels and uh, there's a gay pride parade and a Christian protesting it. And then the police come and like arrest the Christian instead of I people said indecently this exposed. this was going to happen. Yeah. I've we been saying do, this for uh, years. You know, the Christian right's been saying it for like 30 years. The cop probably arrested him because he's think there's two things. One, the cop is ideologically captured and agrees with them. Maybe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's also the possibility he's sitting there thinking, if this guy keeps yelling, they are going to riot. They're going to mm -hmm. smash windows. I, I better arrest him first. Yeah, disturbing the yeah. disturbing the peace, so. protecting this the peace. This is in where Canada. No, Pennsylvania. No, this is oh, in Pennsylvania. Oh, this is in Pennsylvania. I was asking if it's in Canada because that's it's like there because Seamus doesn't want to accept that his own country is doing this. I can't believe it. <laughs> no, I just know Canada's far worse, and there are there are like hate speech laws do prohibit reading certain parts of scripture. So, mm -hmm. all right, where are we at? Let's uh, grab some more super chats. Sean DeClue says the bow tie was a mind control device. <laughs> the, the, the bow tie was actually Tucker. The left doesn't want you to know this, but look at my bow tie. Now, and then Spins. it starts spinning. Come out, it's like, you are when... feeling very sleepy, actually. <laughs> actually. <laughs> what do we got? Run DCG says Elon just retweeted Tucker's episode one. Pour in the views. Ooh. Woo. Wow. And he got, when we pulled it up, within two hours, he had nine million views on it. Two hours. Let's see where he's at now. Yo, he's going to be able to sell some hot advertisements on that. Yes. yes. Like, imagine what it's going to be like, episode like, like two. Casper. He's going he's gonna to open up the show and be like, 
Hello, America. And then it's going to immediately cut to, hey, everybody, thanks for checking out Tucker Carlson's new Twitter episode. My <laughs> pillow is the greatest pillow. <laughs> it's current, it is. Current view is 20.8 million. 20.8 wow. million. Dude, that's going to start that's costing wild. like a Super Bowl ad at least. Wow. If not twice as much. It's 28 million. Now nah, it's good. It's it's the first one, so it's probably going to go down. True, but I imagine it'll be like six, seven million per episode yeah, easy, every night. And easy, Elon easy. got seven point seven of that million for him, according to these. Elon's retweet got seven point seven million. So that's twenty eight million. Yeah, of his wow. twenty eight point five total. No, no, of his, of his twenty, I think seven million of them come from Elon. Do you know how it tracks? The original video has twenty million. Elon's retweet has seven million. Does that mean that the original? No, had I think 13? they're both separate. I think they're both separate wow. tweets. This might yeah. get my dad on Twitter. He's a big Tucker Carlson fan. Yeah, Tucker unleashed. <laughs> That's why Elon's retweeting because he knows a lot of people are going to sign up now to watch Tucker's show. Yeah. Dude, Tucker's got good lighting. You know what's actually really funny? My dad said something similar to me recently. He's like, well, no, that Twitter is a f more free speech. I was like, is it because of Tucker? <laughs> Dude, Tucker, if you're listening, the right side of your video is a little dark, so you could brighten up your left cheek a little bit. <laughs> I do. Looks, I, I do. looks awesome, dude. I, I do think... I, I saw someone tweet like excellent production quality and I'm like, is that a dig? Because the production quality was like C plus at best. I'm not trying to rag on him. I, I Tucker's fantastic. I'm just saying like, yo, bro, I will I will for free send someone out and help him set everything up to like get get a pot like high quality audio, whatever he needs. I mean, he certainly has the means to to hire whoever, and I'm yeah. sure he's more than enough connections. His show should be way higher How? quality. It's, it's kind of funny. When I started to get good at like making content and whatever, it, it baffled me how many shows that are so big have such low production quality. Mm -hmm. yeah. Where I'm like, you guys are so big. How on earth do you have this low production quality? I mean, quality? to be fair, like to a degree, we do too. Really? But you got your mics are nice. I was checking them sure. out. Yeah, I yeah mean, but the like, cast is horrible. Sure. <laughs> SM7B. The, the new studio that we're building, we're mm -hmm. getting a pro company to do like a super high-end crazy Mm -hmm. yeah it's gonna be bonkers. these lights could be better they're He's good not gonna let me they, they wash a little bit so you get kind of like the same color the yeah. whole brightness the I, whole was, thing. I was looking at your mics i was like ah, i want them you gotta these get are it. these are industry I, standard mics they're, they're, not the best mics they're actually not that expensive like no, it's, a, around, it's like like around, around 300 which is like a lot of money but for an in, like industry um standard like cameras are yeah. thousands of dollars like for we're a mic to just be 300 we're the one under it but when i bought them we weren't like we were a lot smaller but it's like do you want to replace all of the, yeah, I don't know. This it's is right off. Best. <laughs> the best audio is so key in internet videos. Audio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's uh, let's read some more. P. Gar says, "Ask Seamus if is a marriage outside of the church an actual marriage?" Uh, there's such thing as natural marriage. Yeah. Natural marriage. That? Yeah, like because, when two because dogs, marriage like, existed. No, like human beings got married before Christ elevated it to the level of a, a sacrament. So just some public. Ex Exp exp explanation basically a public explanation of your of your mixing yeah of souls or something yeah yeah i mean i i um but it's about the public it's, it's not acknowledgement, well, isn't it yeah i guess like the mixing of the souls that's another question and that i would have to like refresh myself more on like natural versus um versus uh, sacramental marriage uh i know some of the differences but i probably could not get into all of them competently right now but yeah people i mean this is the thing the church uh like marriage obviously existed before the church uh, existed no no catholic denies that no christian denies that there is such a thing as natural marriage well all right what do we got here honest a-hole says woman tells truth news at 11 <laughs> and then laughing emojis yep jason hutchinson said cheat codes in games caused this if you're successful in life you must have cheated i think that's marxism 
Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah, it sounds pretty marked. The this only is... way anyone can succeed is if they stole it from someone else. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what, dude? I built. Rich. I made. I made a birdhouse. Where'd you get the wood from? From my yard, where my tree is. Your yard. There's no answer you can give to them. It's always stolen. Everything is stolen. Dang Lin Wang says, I can't wait for Seamus's potato coffee blend. <laughs> is that what we're doing? We we're gonna do we were gonna do a certain type, but then it didn't taste very good. Honestly, so we, try. We, we could do a sweet like sweet potato marshmallow, so it's like cinnamon nutmeg marshmallow flavored coffee. And so it's not I'm really I'm potato, but I'm, like, you know. I'm yeah. surprised you guys don't have the guests like try the coffee. Oh, that'd be a good idea. Well, you could if you want to. Yeah, no, I was thinking, I was like, I wonder if it's any but, good. But like, do people want to drink <laughs> coffee late at night? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so good. Addicts will. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it, it, There's a decaf blend, right? I was thinking Not, you, could, you could put, you uh, could yeah, make like, um, even if you just had them test it, Sleepy you can make Joe. like a compilation for a commercial That's of everyone right. trying the coffee. Sleepy Joe oh, and Unwoke idea. are our decaf blends. On the, I'm full of them. But then what the happens room, is when yes. we have a lefty on to debate, he takes a sip and goes, ah, it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst coffee I've ever had. No, no you really guys, you guys, You guys get such big guests. It's like, you might as well have them do marketing for it. That's true. Oh yeah, here, we should have we should have like a, a butler in a tuxedo who stands there next to every single person who's on the show holding a saucer that Charles. has Casper coffee on it. Yeah, you know what we'll do. We'll just do like video appearance things. Like you agree to appear on the show and let us use the footage, and then we'll 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 put the bag behind them and say, "Take a sip. What do you think?" And they're like, "This is actually really good." And then we'll have an ad of like like you're saying, like we'll have Kanye West being like, "This is good coffee." And they won't even realize we're filming commercial yeah. form. And even if they don't like it, you could like work with them to make like a new nah, flavor they like. <laughs> They'll, well, some people I'd imagine don't like coffee, right? Yeah, but like no one's going to be rude. They're all going to be like, oh, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> like, got you. <ya. laughs> like, you know, it's, it's all right. right. I, I, would, I, would I, I would actually only use those. It's like, oh, it's, it's okay, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny. Back to back to back, a bunch of those. Like, eh. It's actually insanely good. Appalachian Nights, I, I, I'm not even kidding. Normally what I do is I have a cup of coffee in the morning and I'll, I'll drink it slowly over the course of like an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. This one is so good. I just end up. I wish I could try it. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, we, we can make it. I don't I, know. Look it. I'm, I'm You're here allowed. for it. Yeah, you are right. allowed to have coffee. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right. Sparky says, Seamus, what if the girl slept with Bill Lumberg from the movie Office Space? I don't even, I, I don't remember that character from Office Space. Hold He's on, the boss. Lumberg? Oh my gosh, that's right. That'd be, that'd be great. Actually, that wouldn't be great. What are they asking? What if the girls, oh, is he saying like if you were is dating she redeemable? a girl? Yeah, if you were about oh, to find him on your wedding gosh, night, I you just found out. Got, I just got that that's the whole plot of, oh my gosh. Yes. I saw that movie kind of recently too. How And then it turns out it was a different guy I haven't Lumberg. been drinking my cast brew. So you I slept have. with Lumberg? Like, would you flip your lid? <laughs> that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Classic, man. Yeah, I just saw Office Space for the first time a few months ago. I, I Dude, slept Mike on Judge, it. Wow. one of his best. He's brilliant. Ah, oh, that movie is so good. Callan mm -hmm. yeah. Shaw Indie Game says, this has been such a refreshingly different kind of episode. It's like whatever podcast, except also the opposite, but you're just talking about sex to cover for the aliens. Tim has antennae <laughs> under the beanie. That's actually true. Well, I won't say anything about under the beanie. It's like, like Piccolo from Dragon Ball Z. I love talking <laughs> about relationships. I'm glad that that's your specialty, because... Man, it's one of the most important topics of our time. NYBSFP says, AI porn is the answer to everything else you're complaining about. It's going to put OnlyFans out of business for all of these naive girls. That's, That's not the, the uh, answer yeah. to what we're complaining about. Though. It's not the answer, that but it will end all that problems. whole. Yeah. Right. Dude, it's going to be nuts. Like, dudes are going to put on the VR headset and be like, uh, Wonder Woman and uh, 
uh, Sansa Stark and like uh, a dog. And then just like the AI is going to make the weirdest, crazy nonsense and a carrot comes in, but then like there's a rabbit riding the carrot. And this is like basically to say this will solve our problems. That's like saying like once the most insanely customizable version of the lotus plant is introduced to everyone and they start <laughs> munching on that all the time. Everything's, you know, it's going to be great. Yeah. Lotus? That gets you high? Um, that's from uh, the Odyssey. Oh, Homer's the Odyssey? Yeah, yeah. The, 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 you know, they would eat the lotus and then it would kind of, uh, it would. It was um, aphrodisiac. No, no, it, it it sort of like made them kind of zombie like, really? uh, yeah, yeah, like they 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 slept and didn't care about things, right? Uh, and it made, it made you like uh, complacent to the world. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Were, were they talking about marijuana? Um, I it could have been a metaphor for a lot of things, but uh, I think porn definitely fits into that. A water lily, that's the Nalumbo nucifera. Mm-hmm. Aubrey Lovett Lotus. says no one seems to be addressing how porn addiction in very young men can often be the precipitating event in their sexlessness later on yeah mm-hmm. I didn't see porn yep, until I was true. 19 that's uh, so, so I can't really speak on it one of the things we talk about is that virginity is rising among men under 30 mm-hmm. and it could be because of porn addiction mm-hmm. that they've become like they've watched this weird crazy garbage on the internet you know, because I love watching porn as a scientist. Or like something. I like seeing, oh, that's the position, I, yeah. that's the spot. I get that, but as a kid, I would have messed me up. I, yeah, I think it's more because that, like, um, the most of men are invisible to women. I would say that's more why there's virginity rising, in my opinion. It's because they don't lift. No, <laughs> they got to start lifting. I mean, you know? par- no, par- I mean partially, you're right, but it's like eighty percent of men, women find ugly, not okay, not decent. Like, below average, them, yeah. No, they they find them as ugly, unattractive. Was ugly 80, the term? I thought 80, it was below average. Eighty percent of them, I, I thought <laughs> but, it was unattractive. But that's but because it's like the sim- similar. Women like guys who are attractive on the inside. And I'm not actually kidding. Like mm-hmm. they, they want guys who are charismatic, confident, mm-hmm. strong, mm-hmm. capable. For a guy, he wants a symmetrical human body mm-hmm. that looks like and can produce children. And for women, they want a guy who can beat a bear in a boxing match. Mm-hmm. You know, or so. buy a company mm-hmm. and then right. f- hire a bunch. Well, it's of like have, have you ever bidding. seen Have you ever seen the science of sex? The no, we, I we, haven't. We, we bring this up quite a bit. They 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 have uh, a bunch of women mm-hmm. sit down at computers. And they show them pictures of men and they right. say, rate these men on a scale of one to 10. Mm-hmm. Then they do. Right. Then they go out into the street with all these pictures. And there's a guy who's like a tall chiseled guy with like a, you know, strong jaw and, you know, mm-hmm. wavy hair and a beard. And he, he was rated a nine by all the women, like a 9.6. And so they go out into the street and ask random women, how would you rate this guy? And it's almost the exact same. Mm-hmm. They say, oh, he's a nine. Oh, he's an eight. Oh, he's a 10. But basically it averages out to the same score they got in the lab. Mm-hmm. Then they add to the photos a bio. A bio where they show this guy who was who was a nine, mm-hmm. they write down his age, his date of birth, where he lives, and they put his occupation as theater manager. Mm-hmm. The women then rate him as a seven. Whoa. They took yeah. a guy who got rated a four, who is short, fat, and ugly, <laughs> but he's a software engineer who makes 500,000, and the women rated him a seven. Wow. So like from four to seven, from nine to seven, right. if he had a bad job. Mm-hmm. So like, and, and that was the point they were making, that women care about mm-hmm. what a guy does, mm-hmm. not just what he looks like. Mm-hmm. Because men are shallow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they care about status, too. Status is a huge part of it. No, I think that's like, there's definitely things you can do to improve. But I, I just think like, it's like the women that 70% of us are overweight. One out of four of us has an <laughs> STD. One out of three of us have had an abortion. Oh. The average body count is between five and eight. 80% of men is unattractive. <laughs> yeah. wow. you know what I mean so it's like what like it's kind of like men are like the audacity I just saw a stat that the average woman is 170 pounds in 170 the United States 170 pounds yeah what, what? Yeah. the average woman is 170 so, like to think about think US. about you can become a 1% man right 
top 1% in like any category. And you still, yeah, and you still, (laughs) you still can't expect a virgin. Like you can't, like only 5% of women are virgins. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, True. like you can become the upper like pinnacle of man. And if you say like, oh, I want a virgin, it's like unlikely you'll get one. Yeah. True. Not well, if you're, the top 1% <laughs> of men, if you're the top 1% of men and 5% of women are virgins, then you'd think the math worked out where a top 1% are good. Yeah, Shane is saying he's going to have five wives. <laughs> <laughs> For every one top 1% man, there's five. Would you ever do virgins. multiple wives? No. He's no, Catholic. No, no. We, can't, we, can't, we can't do it. You're Catholic, right? Like, yeah, exactly. I'm Catholic. We're not, I, I but Catholic, Catholic, school. Catholic Reformation or something. No, no. no we that don't. would just be called not being Catholic. Yeah, that's... The, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, here's one for Seamus. Dark Horse 99 says, Seamus, I want you to know that you've convinced this atheist to attend church with my wife and son. You keep doing you. Tim, the PA town is pronounced like the color red. Redding. Redding, yeah. There you go. God bless you, man. Thank you. I'll be praying for you. Please pray for me. And if you're having, like, if you're going to church thinking, this is great, but I'm having trouble believing I am an atheist, just tell God that. Ask him. Please help me believe. I'm an atheist. Help me believe. You got to go on the whatever podcast. You think so? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you all go on? Oh my gosh. Just a group of us in a row on (laughs) the whatever podcast. guys do it. My gosh, that would be hilarious. Specifically, Seamus has has substantially stronger opinions on marriage, family, dating, and all that stuff. I think you definitely have to. Do you think so? I mean, aside from Mary, you know, have there been very many, like, is, are there a lot of, well, actually, no, there's a lot of Christian conservative come, people. Yeah, come on. come on. Come on in London. Yeah? Yeah. I'll, you guys I'll bring get, me I'll out? Get, I'll get you. I'll get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get yeah, you a yeah. panel of women to speak to. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, let's figure something out. Yeah. Let's figure something <laughs> out. I'm, I'm, I'm imagining what would actually be a very funny Freedom Tune skit where it's like you're just, you have like a chalkboard and you're breaking down things and like teaching I'm the like, women. I have my glasses. No, I'm like, no, these done, are birds in the we've done We've done beach. shows with a whiteboard. Yeah, if you got if you got oh, something to say, I'll, I'll give you a whiteboard. Oh, that sounds awesome! <laughs> you can give I would me some happily, <laughs> happily use a what whiteboard. What would you if you had a whiteboard presentation for ten minutes? What would you make it on? You Two want me panel? to spoil it? And you want like, me to spoil yeah, yeah, it right yeah, well, now? Just, just, we gotta know the, the surprise. T- no, just the title of it. What would you title it? Love, Doctor Seamus. <sighs> like obviously, don't give us all the goods, but you know, just the title. I'm gonna need a second. I'm sold. I'm gonna need a sec. I'm gonna leave it blank. Um, I almost don't want to spoil it. The women it would are probably gonna... be something uh, bombastic, you know, like the sexual revolution and its consequences. Uh, <laughs> no. You know, I'll get you. I'll get something. you a panel All of right. OnlyFans girls. Oh, to we're gonna no. <laughs> we're gonna go to the uncensored members only show called the Sexual Revolution and its Consequences coming up in just a few minutes. Well, now starring, I can't do that. Starring Seamus Coughlin. Uh, so head over to Timcast. Head over to TimCast.com, click join us, become a member, because the uncensored members only show, we're going to talk more about family dating and stuff, but now it will be uncensored and not for the kids to hear. So uh, you've been warned, don't bring your kids around. So smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. You can follow the show at TimCast IRL. You can follow me personally at TimCast. Pearl, do you want to shout anything out? Oh, follow my YouTube channel, Just Pearly Things. Um, also follow my Twitter, Pearly Things with a Z. And, and guys, I'm back on TikTok. I've been banned five times. We're I banned. Know. Uh, you're banned. Yeah. Just make another account. That's what I do. And just pearly things. They gave me my original handle back. So just pearly things on really? TikTok. Really? They gave you your account, your handle back? Yeah. Like, uh, well, it's been so long. My first ban was like a year ago. So I think oh. they re-upped yeah, ours the was too. Yeah. So maybe, maybe your real, your handle. Right, we'll if no one it. took it. Yeah. Yeah. 
My name's Seamus Coughlin. Uh, I have a YouTube channel called Freedom Tunes where we make animated cartoons. We released a video today that I think you guys are going to love. We're also releasing one on Thursday about these race-swapped reboots and modern reboots in general that I think you guys are really going to like. It's pretty spicy. It's pretty fun. Go over there, check that out. I also have a podcast on Rumble called Shamer. Had a conversation with the one and only wonderful Jimmy Aiken. It was fantastic. We talked about UFOs, the JFK assassination, other conspiracy theories. The man is an absolute encyclopedia finally go to freedomtunes.com help support my work by becoming a member and you'll get an extra cartoon each week and that's freedom tunes with t-o-o-n-s that's right but i bought both domains because i couldn't get people to spell it Very right intelligent yeah. you have high intelligence thank Shamus. you i appreciate uh, that pearl also your twitter you mentioned is pearly things with a z yeah uh and you have a doc a divorce documentary that's coming out yeah it's uh, probably fall like I, I, it's gonna come out when i finish it do you have a working <laughs> title or anything or anything you want to talk about this early on um, I mean, I've interviewed like basically dads that have been wrecked in divorce. It's going to have lawyers in it, judges in it, like basically all the people that are involved in the divorce court system in the UK. Um, and yeah, I don't have a name for it yet. I don't know. I, let me know, chat. Help me think of one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, I think that's everything. I'm going to, if you're interested, I'll get you some coffee for the after show. If you yeah. want to get a little snippet. Yeah, I want to I You want to make a full it. pot? Do you, have, do you have a full pot downstairs or something? I probably could figure it out. Yeah. Or I'll make a few glasses. I don't know if we just have that cook. The K the little, cups. The little pod thing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I have Mr. Dupre on my right. Uh, yes, I am Surge.com. I'm off Twitter right now because I just want to take a break. And I feel like it's good for people to do that because I uh, remember it's not real life. But uh, yeah, you can follow me anyways at Surge.com. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to do this after show so we don't have to hold our words. We will see you all over at TimCast.com in a few minutes. Thanks for hanging out.